0: Wins Lunch, Wins Lunch, Wins Lunch, oh no.
1: Welcome back, welcome back everybody to Wins Lunch. I am, uh, I'm the number one host of the podcast, Spencer.
0: I That's not true. I'm the number one host, Matheson, fan voted, uh, democratic process. Okay.
1: Number one
2: host.
0: Once again, we find ourselves uh, without,
1: with another person, with a third man.
2: With a third man. Do I introduce myself or did you? Hold on. For just a second. Matheson.
1: Good God. Matheson, I'm a little bit upset. What's that? I'm a little bit mad. Two reasons. One, because our guest uh, was a little bit late. Second, (laughs) because our guest is uh, taller. Yeah. More handsome. Yeah. Better facial hair. Yeah. Uh, he's a talented actor, yeah, and he's a famous TikTok influencer. Makes some in noise, Matheson, for our friend Pearson Foday. Yes,
2: Pearson's here. Stop. Okay, I mean, obviously, I am <laughs> way more handsome. <him. laughs> <laughs> you, you praise me with all the nicest things, but I'm definitely not a better TikToker than you. Don't you kid yourself. Dude, you're two million followers deep on TikTok Woo. now, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're you're a, you're a TikTok. You're a bona fide TikTok star. I I
2: I like the I like the term TikTok God actually. Ooh, yeah. I think TikTok star is a little bit too.
1: No, that's it's like, very Gen Z. You know what I mean. <laughs> it's also when you only have a million followers. Yeah, I mean, when you have two. When you
2: get to two millions, you're a God. T- I'm a TikTok God. I mean, Charlie D'Amelio's. She's a star still. She's only got that forty mil, but <laughs> he's fifty now. Is it fifty? That's so ridiculous. It's forty-nine point eight. How do you go like what what apps in history of apps do you just like blow up? to 50 million in like a three-month window i don't think it was even like that with vine i really
1: don't. it wasn't it wasn't
2: yeah. it's not even like that on instagram now like you, no hell no remember the time back in the day if you had a famous friend that posted about you they would just boom you, yeah, yeah you get yeah, posted yeah. and bam yeah. you've got ten thousand new followers in now, a day now somebody posts about you and you practically get unfollowed by all of their followers They <laughs> literally want to block you just a bunch of <laughs> horrible dms People just
0: breaking their phones in half right like why'd you it's do that trash really unnecessary
1: dude uh you you are one person that me and Matheson have wanted to have on here since we came up with this because we think that you're since last week
0: since last week <laughs> <laughs> yeah since so we couldn't find a guest and we were like we gotta figure this I gotta up. Figure <laughs> out just, I know just, a grab guy. that trash panda of a human piece but dude no we're yeah, thanks we are excited
1: to have you on because like I I think you're hilarious and also thoughtful oh, thanks man at the same yes. time super um, interesting
0: guy for sure yeah
1: what Appreciate what dude that. if you had to cliff note us your story of life, but mostly your story of how you got from your home state of Washington Ooh. to here. Like, how did you get here? What's the What's the shortened version Ooh. of that? How'd you become an actor, a working actor in Hollywood?
2: Man, uh, I think, to give context to my, my story, uh, I, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That's the first person like, made had. it worse. I, like, cupped I, into I cupped the mic. The mic. <laughs> See, everybody, like, moves away when they get mouth problems. <laughs> and as somebody that loves Joe Rogan's podcast, just anyway? I just, I'm like, I want to know, like, I want to feel what it was <laughs> like in that moment. The sparkling 100%. got to me. It does, um, dude. Okay, so this, that was a side burp contrast, whatever the fuck story. Um, important. Very important. <laughs> No. So, uh, I was, uh, born and raised on a farm in Washington state homeschooled. So fairly disconnected from, uh, most society, except my parents did a good job of like getting us into like, you know, youth group at church or, Mm -hmm. uh, putting us on sports teams and getting us out and having good friend groups. But I felt kind of disconnected from the world and I felt like I, I wanted to do something with my life and I didn't know what that meant as like, you know, seven-year-old kid or a five-year-old kid right but i loved movies and i remember something specifically happened as a kid where i saw there's very pivotal movies in my life but specifically Rocky and star wars oh, but yeah. star wars has the best example for me of you you see luke skywalker on his farm which was so applicable to me and, you know you can see this with superman 2 or anybody but
1: Tatooine Farm.
2: Tatooine Farm. Uh-huh. And he looks at his double sunset. Double sunset, and yeah. That moment where he realized that he was destined for something greater. Right. And he goes off over the next few movies and saves the galaxy with Han Solo and Princess Leia and creating a ragtag bunch of family, you know. And I knew in that moment. That I was going to become a Jedi warrior. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> no, I... It hasn't I happened it, yet. Hasn't, I'm still working on the uh, the whole force push and pull thing, but... You can't
1: force it. You can't, you can't, force, can't it. force it.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys, man. Puns. Hey! You're cut so the Cut the episode. We're done. Uh, hey! it, it's done. You can't, you can't end I'm higher hot. than that. It, <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew I clearly could not become a Jedi, so... I decided for the next best thing, which was to become an entertainer. I knew I wanted to make movies.
1: I was going to say, did, did you find yourself as a kid being super creative, like, all the time, yeah. or having, like, thoughts where you wanted to not just, just play football or, no. like, just
2: play? Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, I, I that was the first thing I knew I wanted to do was make movies. But I didn't know if that meant I wanted to direct or produce or act. I just I was like, I want to do that thing. Right.
0: You're, like, seven years old when you yeah you that, that, like, wow. magic
2: thing, that, for sure, which mm-hmm. literally
1: is me describing music for me yeah. was that like I that Elvis yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Like you have an opportunity to reach into people's lives and touch them without the distraction of politics or religion or anything else. Yeah. Oh and my god. Speak to people across the world through a single medium. I think that's fucking fantastic. 100%. Totally yeah. up thinking of it. Yeah. What about you? Tell me about that. I mean, unless you've, your listeners well, have already
0: heard I feel heard like that. there's so yeah. much more of the story. Here.
2: Yeah, there's only seven, so seven, seven years old. So,
0: so far, you're seven years old. Oh, yeah, well, so what oh happened God.
2: when you were eight? Uh, so eight years old, uh, I got into a huge problem with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Still waiting to meet that guy. Uh, no, I. Uh, so that became quickly my journey. I found... Uh, multiple friends that thought that was a cool idea, but never thought it would ever come into existence and constantly Mm -hmm. shat on that idea. Then I found one friend, uh, who actually loved this and he was already making movies himself. So we would always get together and film on our, in Washington, in Washington. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's really hard to find people doing
1: creative shit in your hometown. Yeah. Especially
2: the same creative shit that you're doing. Right. Verbatim. Um, but yeah, we started getting together and making movies and I say movies. They're shitty home videos, really. <laughs> yeah. Is really oh, what yeah. they're called, oh, and yeah. I saved all of them. And I yes. can't wait to start releasing them, like more and more famous <laughs> TikTok God. Um, <laughs>
0: but uh,
2: I I tried moving out, you know, when I was like 15, and my parents were like, oh, Nah, to LA. Wow. Um, they're like, Nah, it's not gonna happen. We're not gonna support that. And I was like, That's fair. Totally get it. And they're like, Why don't you finish college, and then we'll support that habit? Mm. And I was like. Sick. So we had this program in Washington where you could dual enroll in college at like fifteen and six. Sorry, at sixteen years old. So while you're in high school, you're also in college. Yeah. So I did that. Crazy. Graduated with just associates in uh, business and science, and then moved to LA when I was eighteen. Sorry, no, I didn't. I applied at a hundred different, with a resume of like a hundred different like uh, agencies, studios. You're that I kind could. of person. I went. To every single place that I possibly could, because I had, right. you know, the only thing I had ever had was reading books from a library. And finally, Google came out when I was a kid, and we could like kind of research <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but I had no, I had no connection. Oh, you know? for sure. Like I'm sure you guys didn't have any connection, truly, to what you. Wanted. I had the yellow pages. I would call
1: all kinds of restaurants and shit to play yeah. at. Really? Do all that kind of yeah. shit? Oh yeah. That's I the, the, the phone book, dude. No way. I mean, I literally had a computer, but I just ha- also had the phone book, and I was like,
2: like this is the this is the move. Yeah. It was vibe. easy.
1: It was easy with the home phone action.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the home phone is a classic. Would you have corded or wireless? It was
1: wireless, bro. Come
2: on. Bro, I remember the corded <laughs> days. Like, I don't think oh, yeah. any of the uh, the viewers of this podcast will remember a corded thing, but uh, <laughs> corded headphones? Those are, oh, sorry, Wait, corded I phones. Corded anything. Nothing, nothing needs. I know. I corded mics. Disgusting. This show's canceled. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> uh, but then I went from that, so I finally got some feedback from... A couple places, and I got accepted at this internship in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, to which I will not reveal names because I hate that place. <laughs> it was trash, um, and everybody involved was a trash panda. Um, so how do you really feel about that place? <laughs> yeah. Loathe I, entirely.
1: I get it, dude. There's, I get that for sure. Was it like a creative place? Supposed
2: to be? It was supposed to be. Everything that they said it was going to be was not. You had to pay to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. No no, pay. Yeah. Pay and play. Then they used you for like 80 hours a week. Oof. And I did learn some like really valuable lessons, obviously, um, including to never fucking go back. Um, I would think even <laughs> about
1: business. Like, oh, yeah. Just like how you shouldn't do business. How <laughs> old are you
2: at this point? I was 18. Okay, yeah. Cool. As soon as I graduated, I moved out um, and went. To the film internship in kc and then it was live production so i learned some oh, cool. cool stuff about that yeah uh and then i was like cool i have peaked um you guys suck and <laughs> going to la i'm moving to la and i thankfully i signed with uh wilhelmina models by that point did a competition great signed with wilhelmina and then uh made it out to la and then from there my trajectory was just kind of spearheaded i mean again you had i had no connection out here i was just like all right cool well i'll go sleep on couches and then i you know right Started running out of funds, so I lived in my car and on couches, and um, every penny I made was going towards like acting classes and headshots and the hustle. Yeah, you know, and then finally, real grind, dude. It gets expensive too, man. It's
1: like it's hard to spend five hundred dollars a month in acting class when like you literally make five hundred dollars a month.
2: That's that was it, yeah, uh, yeah. bro. I I, spinach oatmeal and protein powder. Yeah. Consistently for like the better part All of at six once? months. Sometimes how do you spinach because I was like, Oh, that's got nutrients in it and I can't afford it on anything else. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was kind of like Dude. the SparkNotes version of it. That's but. I mean, that's crazy. I actually didn't know
1: I know you pretty well and I didn't know any of that. Really? I didn't know you went to Kansas City and did like a uh supposed to be creative workshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was trash. That's that it's we're not gonna say the name of it. Yeah. Oh I'm um, Kansas city. Before Nine you come out here, okay. oh, so my long Lord. enough to have
2: a, a, a the spawn of Satan birthed inside of me to hate <laughs> that place. And it was a Christian internship. No offense towards Christians. I was I was very Christian for a long time, and so right. I just uh, I developed a very distasteful taste in my mouth for that place. You mentioned
1: Star Wars, which I'm actually finishing. I, I, I've seen all of them before, but mm-hmm. we're watching them um, in a row right now, like one a night. And I have I have not seen Solo, the offshoot. Has anyone ever told you that you could have played a young Han Solo?
2: I auditioned for that part. Oh, the they made a grave mistake by hiring him and not dude, me. They did. I Let's mean, be like, honest. I
1: remember. I, I remember even
2: telling Maddie. Thank the, you, by the Maddie, way, Maddie, the producer. That's such a fucking compliment. Um, <laughs> Our unpaid intern. Yeah, I remember. Does tell, she pay to be your guys's intern? She pays us. yep yeah, it's, pay. it's a pay-to-play. Great. Kind of thing. Um You know that makes sense. That. Uh, she gets paid a
1: lot <laughs> to be in in, in Jumanji, but. You know, this is this isn't Jumanji. Dude. This is a this this way is better opportunity.
0: Exclusively, the only
1: podcast down, down on the balcony.
0: balcony. Yeah. Wow. Is
2: it really
1: the only one? You want to know what's crazy about it? Talk to me. Helicopters, There's,
2: cars. No, it's a Hummer. It's not a car.
1: Planes, <laughs> Hummers. H3. You you will not get that anywhere else because this is this is it's true. It's a balcony podcast, it's exclusively the only one. So dude,
2: I love that about this.
1: Yeah, it's a very it's a very cool cool fact, and you can look it up anywhere. Go on. Anyway, you are Han Solo. You're a young Han Solo. I
2: was trying to burp before you started talking again.
1: (laughs) Sorry, threw up. Uh, (laughs) You could play Han Solo. Thank you. That's a good point. Can I ask you how close you got? Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I know my tape was sent off to producers. Uh, I never made it past that session. Um, I forget who was casting it, but they had direct offers to the kid that actually booked it. Yeah. Um, But I saw like a shit ton of famous people in there that I was like, I know you. Well, you definitely are, Morgan book Freeman. It. Yeah, Morgan, I, Morgan Freeman was in there. He's like, I can play a young Han Solo.
0: <laughs> Morgan, you are Pick a man three. seventy years <laughs> to get out of this. No,
2: yet, no, trust me, I can play him.
1: For some reason, I trust you. <laughs>
2: All right, you can play Han. It's me, Han Solo. <laughs> Not a bad Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah, probably the best, probably the best uh, uh, Morgan Freeman uh, impression I've ever heard. Probably about, uh, more than likely tremendous, tremendous, <laughs>
0: more tremendous. than likely. <laughs>
1: Uh, Keegan Michael Key was on a podcast that I listened to, Conan O'Brien's podcast. How
2: you were gonna say he was on this one? I was like, holy we shit, you Keegan, guys are actually. pulling. Um, we do <laughs> have
1: some really cool guests that Sick. we're super excited about. I'm stoked for including that, including you. Yes, um, Keegan was doing. He's, he was uh, Billy D is the guy who plays Lando Calrissian. In well, Star stud
2: muffin, I love him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so him. like,
1: he's telling the story about uh, he's a big Star Wars fan, and he he was doing an impression of Billy D on set, and they're like, and he's just like, hey, chew, Bigger and George Lucas was like no 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 it's, <laughs> it's Chewbacca oh okay I got you hey Chewbacca come here <laughs> he just does what he wants because he's Billy great, and uh it was really funny yeah
2: that's dope oh, that was, it was
1: Donald have... Glover I forgot that played yeah. young Oh, and
2: oh, that would have been I actually think that Donald Glover did a great job oh wait yeah yeah you haven't seen it yet but Donald Glover, I haven't did seen it but I've seen job. I, I, well, I you literally, know
1: literally see him right away and I'm like this is perfectly casted yeah. I love his acting too I think Donald Glover's crazy dude 100 percent crazy understated dude
2: he is so stupidly talented at everything he does it's not fair man bro i met him one time this is before he became the childish gambino is when he him was on community it was i think just after he had stopped community
1: gotcha so he wasn't like a rapper yet he had exactly. like one mixtape out
2: pretty much yeah, yeah and we were at, i think it was back when i was dating Vic, and we were at this party it was the nylon party and he just performed for them and uh we met up at, we all met up at the after party and nobody was talking to him. And I was like, dude, I, so I ran up to him. I was like, bro, I, and nobody knew who he was either. And I was like, bro, I freaking <laughs> like, obviously like your rap was dope. And he's like, yeah, I was off. Like, I wasn't like in key today. And I couldn't like stay on the rhythm. I was like, I still sounded fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I was like, bro, I freaking loved you on Community. He was like, yeah. dude, no, I thanks, man, I really appreciate that. And I was like, cool. And we just hung out like the whole night. That's and awesome. Just chilled, and he was the nicest dude. Um, what a cool Donald that's offer awesome. story. I know it was random. And then I was like, fuck, I should have gotten your number before you became
1: childish Gambino. Dude, <laughs> have you seen Atlanta? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a really great show. Dude, that's great. Um,
2: that's so fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you have any great Gambino stories? Either of you?
0: No, he's just like one of those guys, though. That, like, I feel like there's a select few people that, no matter what they put out, people are going to be super stoked to uh, so, yeah, see or hear. Yeah, what
1: it is. It, 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 I mean, his like last album that he just dropped a month ago, or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The album cover is just white, yeah. it's just the color white, and the, there's some songs in there that are just like jam tracks where he's not really on them, and it's still a piece of art. Dude, the guys, is he's a
2: stud across yeah. the board. Yeah, he, he is. He can do no wrong. He can really do no wrong. Um, is he somebody that you'd like love to work with? A hundred percent. A
1: hundred percent. He's like, he's one of the people, like the obvious people are Bruno Mars, Taylor Swift, uh, the A-list pop artist, but he is also a pop artist. Yeah. But he's like a little left, you know? And I think pop that's adjacent. really cool. Yeah.
0: He's pop adjacent. Pop adjacent, my And...
1: Man. <laughs> He's, like, very highly sought after, like, as, like, a cool indie. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's got just, like, street cred
2: almost, kind yeah. of. I don't Definitely know. does. Plus, he's Lando Calrissian. I mean, so up. what else could be greater than that? <laughs> a young Lando. I mean, okay, so back to my question. Has, have you talked about your trajectory, both of your trajectories, since the conception of this oh. podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah. We've had okay. plenty of... Plenty so of... I... They've, we, they've heard it three times by now. Okay. What I
1: actually want to know, we talked about this before you got here, but mm-hmm. you were on a Disney show. Yes, I was. So, you're also on Real Bros of Simi Valley.
2: <laughs> the greatest show of all time, baby. Very different.
1: <laughs> very different.
2: Thing. Sorry, one second.
0: You're going to maybe make this feedback by holding
1: it. Oh, up. Yes. We can cut out whatever. We can, you know, we can gonna
0: gonna cut, cut it out whatever,
2: all out. But... We're cutting everything.
1: <laughs> we're going to cut everything. It's uh, a three-minute trailer. <laughs>
2: Um, we just stop at the force joke. And literally, was like, that, w- that would actually be the funniest <laughs> way to do the entire. <laughs> that podcast. is gonna be.
1: That is gonna, probably gonna be one of the teasers. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Disney, you, show.
2: You Disney show. You were on a Disney
1: show. You're on a. You were on Real Bros of Simi Valley. Yes. Very. very, very totally very different. different. To totally different. So I obviously know. I have more of an idea what it would be like working on Real Bros, but what like would, doing a Disney show. Mm-hmm. What can you do? What can you not do? How do you act on set? Like, how is the... what What's it like?
2: Man, uh, Disney... I mean, I had like a, a bucket list of things that I desperately wanted to do. And Disney was one of those things. Um, Did it live up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely different in ways that I expected. Like, uh, you know, I kind of... We all have our expectations of that, you know, something that's on our bucket list. And we're like, this is what it's got to be. By the time I do it, it's going to be wild. <laughs> um, and it, it, was, it was very different, but at the same time, totally fantastic. Totally. Um, the, the do's and don'ts were uh, don't fuck up uh, and don't change the script. And so. What, I, what happens if you do? Uh, I mean, it's such a tight schedule and a tight turnaround. So memorize your lines. Are they,
1: are they, are they real pissed off?
2: If you, if you come in and consistently do a bad job, you're definitely getting fired. Um, I can
0: just imagine, yeah. like Disney, the most wholesome company, like, you walk in the front door, and it's the first thing it just says, don't
2: fuck it <laughs> up. Don't <laughs> fuck it up. Like, Sounds accurate. Like, all yeah. right, well, like, it's my best. And it, it's a very logical choice, just because it's like, you're you're paying hundreds of people to, to work on this singular project, and in that right. yeah. moment, you're turning around quick, and you have to be on your game, so... Changing your lines when it has to get approved by first the writer, the producer, the director, and then it goes up to the execs. Literally, something as simple as changing an "and" to a "but," you'd have to oh get my approved Lord. all the way up the line. Um, Crazy. And so, yeah, they were very, very specific.
1: On a lot of sets, I know that like they don't encourage you to change the lines and change things, but you know it's a, a a little looser. At least some of my friends who worked on shows like sometimes they'll literally say a different line, and the director will be like, "That works." better
2: oh totally you know like yeah
1: that's so crazy on disney it's like calculated but the, it very, works yeah it's like a perfect formula that that works really well
2: no they've got it down to an art and it's clean oh, it's so clean there's yeah. a do okay so uh, the producers and writers had wanted to, me to get shirtless because i'd i'd shot my episodes that i was contracted for and then in the following season they wanted to do a follow-up with my character which Pe- was pearson's a, a a very
1: ripped man
2: very sexy ripped man yeah you, um, and I, you and I should have ripped babies. Yeah. I'd be interested we oh, dude, We're
0: fat guys now, dude. We're just quarantine
2: No, we're just quarantine faties. Fat uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this podcast.
1: I, yeah, fatties. we should talk about your, your ripped guy commercial after this. But, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I've so, seen that. So the show is Jesse on Disney. Yes,
2: Jesse I play Brooks on Jesse. Okay. Yeah, there's Jessie's also a TikTok Debbie. that went viral when i go hi i'm brooks from jesse <laughs> stupid right. uh yeah debbie ryan's the star of it gotcha. uh oh josh
0: uh, Josh's, josh is josh dunn's
2: girlfriend right or fiance. fiance yeah fiance. yes sir um yeah they're great oh that's um, why
1: you know 21 pilots so well
2: yeah exactly that makes sense i yeah i so i met josh because of debbie back when they were dating while we were shooting jesse um, and I was dating Victoria justice at the time. And so we would all go to like, Josh was playing at the house of blues and they weren't like 21 pilots. That's as we so know crazy
1: them. that 21 pilots was playing at house of blues.
2: Yeah. It's wild, right? <laughs> it's hilarious. Bro. Like I would, I, so we met Josh and I met and like, clearly he wanted to like, be sure that I wasn't some douchebag, you know, doing these like makeout scenes with his girlfriend. Right. And I was, I was that douchebag, <laughs> but we became <laughs> friends anyways. Um, and so I, uh, despite my douchebaggery, we became friends and like he would like him and Tyler were going and like cruising shows. I remember in Boston, I was shooting a movie and he was like, Oh bro, I'm I'm shooting I'm playing a show at the House of Blues in Boston. I was like sick.
1: I'll a come great on. House of Blues, by the way. Great House of a Blues. Giant Are they bug. closed? No. Oh hell no. It's next to Fenway.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, that
1: one was fantastic. That one will never close. It's it's so legendary. Uh, what, and I've Why did the played one it. here close? uh it's in west hollywood there's like five other venues the troubadours bet was better yeah that's fair the l was better yeah you know what i mean like that just
2: totally yeah. no that makes total sense yeah the Rock easy
1: was the same and it was across the street
2: Just across the street oh yeah. shit uh just so i wrap up that one story just in case people are like what the fuck happened to the end of that shirtless story yeah, i have to know oh uh, <laughs> shirtless uh, shirtless story on jesse uh shirtless on jesse the producer's wrote it up the line. And then the execs canceled me being shirtless on the day because they didn't want to be inappropriate on children's. Interesting.
1: They waited till the day.
2: Yeah. They were like, Oh, we're going to put on a tank top on you. And I was like, I just okay. dieted down for three weeks. I have been eating, eating food. You understand the steroids that are in my body? I've been hyped been up burst. on HGH for weeks now. <laughs> you put on 40 pounds of muscle. Good for you. You look like The Rock. You look
1: great, dude. Uh, thanks, bro. Your
2: eyes are firing out of your head. <laughs> really not healthy. jacked um jacked. But yeah, that's, uh, that was that. And then now we're on the House of Blues. But yeah, have and, you played at the House of Blues?
0: Uh, I played it
1: very, not the Boston one, but I played at many House of Blueses. Oh, that's tough. Dallas, Houston, Chicago, forget where else.
2: Yeah. So it was only Anaheim. the LA one. I thought all of them closed for some reason. Oh, no, no, no. no just West Cleveland. Hollywood. Cleveland, okay. good. Um, oh, we play Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, that's a
0: good one. Yeah. I love them. It's funny that we have, all three of us have like a 21 Pellets connection, kind of. How do, you, we're, how do you guys know the Squaw? Well, they're from Columbus. and I, I think we just know
1: them for like, when I was in high school, they like were like just a thing in Columbus, really. Oh, okay. And then... um. Well, I didn't really, our, most, I didn't go, really go to college, so then I I saw them around at shows, like small shows, like little venues. Yeah, and I would just mm-hmm. like be going to shows to see people opening up for them, and then they'd be they'd be playing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that makes total sense.
1: I've only met, I've met them in passing a couple of times, never really became friends. Mm-hmm. But they seem really cool. They're
2: dope dudes. They're yeah. super super nice.
0: Um, I the church gig that I had in Columbus used to be Josh's church gig. actually, oh, really? Which is really weird.
2: Oh, after he
1: like went off and toured, you took over as the drummer.
0: Uh yeah, I think there was some in, there was some in between
2: people, right. but well, whoever um, was in between both of you were clearly trash.
1: Apparently,
0: they're
2: agreed. Wrong. Actually,
1: it's the, um, from... <laughs> it's the drummer from it's the drummer
2: from the Leonard Skinner drummer. Oh wow,
0: no, man. it's it's it's, it's just funny because uh, and then um, one of the singers at the same church. This is going to sound dark, but it's not that dark. Um, was actually like the first Twenty One Pilots drummer. Um, oh yeah, his name is Chris. Really, really great dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. Just decided that he wanted a different life path and Makes then sense. and then Josh took came in and I
1: am sure though well this is also the thing is I'm sure that they became so successful, you know, fifty percent no, because of
0: Josh. Right. But I bet the
1: guy's probably looking back like
2: shitting himself. I think there's some That's I think the there's probably one <laughs>
0: I mean, he has a family now and, and, and he loves his kids. I'm pretty and sure he would give kind his of entire family away. He would literally
2: <laughs> send everybody to adoption wife. if they could just like be like, hey, yo, I'm back in, baby. Hey, yo. let's go.
1: Hey, I'm back. Is that cool? Like seven years later, Josh's <laughs> <just> like, no. <laughs> hey, we've, no.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure that No, that's just funny that we all have that same weird connection. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. That's dope, uh, though. I mean, great dudes. Uh, shirtless really commercial.
2: Nice oh, yeah. Shirtless burger commercial. Oh yeah. Was okay. It Carls Jr.? Yo, so we were doing a spoof for uh, CBS All Access.
1: The Hot Girl commercial. Yes, okay. exactly. That's uh, what it that was. You, re- you remade that.
2: Exactly. And so I actually did have a shirtless commercial, but total- something totally it was for Think Thin protein bars. Really? Shout out, shout out to Think Thin because they you paid my get, bills for a long time.
1: you still get free
2: nah. Think Thin bars? No, they you know what's crap? They didn't send me a single fucking free Think Dude, Thin protein bar. You know they 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 changed the trash. Think
1: just think
2: now. Oh, shut up, Think Thin.
1: I know, you're always Think Thin in our hearts. It's, it
2: just That being I, said, if
1: you
0: want to send
2: shut us
0: up. some...
1: Yeah, shout out, I'm
2: your boy. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll all know. take it. We're sitting here waiting.
0: Shirtless commercial for Think Thin, great. We're we eating on out?
2: the show. Anyways, shirtless. Uh, shirtless commercial, yeah. It was a spoof on the Carl's Jr.'s commercials for oh. all the girls that would eat super sexy. Like remember, remember like the hot girls that yeah. There's this oh, mustard running me. down their chest.
0: Literally. Like, that's not that I did appealing. mayonnaise
2: on my pants and that t-tose. was different that was when you were alone. Did you actually yeah oh mayonnaise yeah in your pants? <laughs> yeah oh yeah that was my oh, idea wait, wait really they were like oh so we want it to like hit your shirt and i was like okay so we're we not going to point out the obvious that mayonnaise looks like sperm and we should probably <laughs> do it on my pants and that would be really funny like, yeah they're like oh yeah, let's do that that's a great idea and then i had this like slow-mo shot that i took a i stole it from magic mike but i took a water bottle Squeezed it really tight and then shot off the cap. Oh, yeah, slow mo ran next to my crotch, And <laughs> they thought that was hilarious. Great, they're like, We're probably gonna cut that. I'm like, That's stupid, but fine. <laughs> and then they kept it.
1: But uh, yeah, you it, were you were big at that time, you were very,
2: yeah. I had put on 45 pounds for a movie that I was shooting as a football player.
0: 45 pounds, mm-hmm. dude. You, if you see this commercial, uh, I've seen it, yeah. Just
1: look up P- Pearson Fode shirtless on YouTube and mm-hmm. you'll probably see this, this commercial. And you are massive.
2: I was thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. You are
1: thicker than a bowl of oatmeal <laughs> with nut butter in it,
2: with spinach and protein. Mm. Spinach
1: and protein powder.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I that was a fun commercial actually. I remember that.
1: I bet that's. I bet that would be like. Was there like a small crew of people working where you oh, could yeah. just like do whatever you want. off and like yeah. try some stuff?
2: Well, was I was literally shooting on Bold and Beautiful at the time. I had a two-year contract that I was on that show. So in between my. Show that I was shooting. It was on the day that I was on set. They're like, okay, cool. We've got a three hour gap between your shots, roughly. So we're going to try and shoot this out super quick. And I was like, boom, let's go. We just grabbed random guys that were in the cafeteria at CBS just to be in, be a part of it. And <laughs> one guy was from like, he was like one of the heads of accounting for all of CBS's finances. And he was like, I'll do it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, baby. And he was a guy that like, he's a squirt mustard on you. Literally, like, I, I, <laughs> he was like, I'm game. And so like, I just rubbed his face. And I was like, <laughs> this guy pays my checks. I should probably be like, this is very the guy careful. He's in charge. <laughs> literally,
1: <laughs> of my well being.
2: There's so many funny situations that happened in, the, in that shot. But yeah, it's it was so a great time.
1: Funny, man. It's funny how like so, like sets are too. They're not. Oh yeah. They're not as, as uh, crazy professionals you think they are a lot of the time. I mean, obviously on Disney they
2: are in certain shows, but like. Yeah. I think that's really cool. What is the most wild set experience either of you have had? Most insane. Like you're like I, can't tell if I'm having the time of my life or I have to go and call the cops.
1: I think, <laughs> this is a this is a. This actually wasn't confusing at all. This was a really cool moment for me. Before I signed my record deal, I was working with like a very, like literally no budget. Everybody was doing favors. I'd have friends shoot it, you know, crews of two to three people and me, and we. And the videos are cool. Like I'm super stoked I did that. When I signed my deal, I all of a sudden I had a budget to do a video. So, and not just like a little budget, like a real budget for once.
2: So we had how, how much how much how much money do you yeah, make? how much overall money did you, do you make think? yeah that's in, in, in like in millions yeah trillions yeah, probably
1: it was probably a trillion dollar budget for just that yeah, video yeah. for madison's podcast the whole time we were like so second jumanji compared to the first how much you make yeah
2: <laughs> like just in percentages even like yeah. percentage more or percentage less <laughs> but
1: i would always phrase it like okay and that so like if you had to like like it was gonna be a real question if you had
2: to like How much in your bank account right now? (laughs) Yeah, just like uh, just a rough estimate. Be gross or net? Which tax bracket are you in? I'll do the math. Do you get fifty percent taken out or (laughs) seventy-five percent taken out, or or uh, like do they just no longer? Do you have (laughs) Panamanian accounts that are just (laughs) tracked? Yeah, just you have a whole island. All of your assets. Actually, I think that's in uh, the rocks contract on Jumanji. For every movie he does, he gets a new island in uh, like the Philippines or something. (laughs) this comes with the people side note uh
1: i watched the force awakens and han solo i was like how much did he make for this because he this motherfucker had to get paid a lot for this oh yeah he he doesn't come back for anything he's literally harrison ford yeah so i looked it up Uh, we i thought like maybe five six million it not only was it 25 million dollars for the movie oh my god it was
2: 0.5 percent whatever they make 2.1 billion that dude has so much fuck you money. Like on what's, top of the twenty five
1: million you're talking On saying? top oh what what is point five of two billion? It's it's like eighty million, right? It's like it's something what's point
2: five percent of two point one billion?
1: Yeah.
0: we doing this so is exciting. exciting.
1: Okay. So ten point nice. five mil. So nice. he ma- so he made thirty six million dollars. He made an extra just ten million.
2: Plus, by the way, he makes percentages off of every Han Solo figure or poster or any of the franchises yeah i knew the guy that did uh the licensing for that company what's he, the
1: largest like it has to be the biggest mm-hmm. it is star hands wars down
2: is number biggest one. franchise that yeah, was the biggest it.
1: movie of all time right like that oh, profile yeah. avatar well now
0: yeah now it's avengers but yeah um, avengers endgame
1: because that actually beat the avengers before <laughs> but which i feel is like insane. the next star wars in like 2030 is gonna beat that one oh, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be
2: so wild i know you know, Keanu Reeves is attached to the new Star Wars. Oh,
0: my Lord. I'm so excited. it's John Wick, and he's just there. I want him to be like John a Wick with a lightsaber, <laughs> and then he
2: just pulls out a 9 mil and just starts shooting people, and you're like, dude. oh, my God, John Wick! This <laughs> is the unpopular
1: opinion, but I still have to finish the story that I was on my set. But I love The Phantom Menace, and I love Qui-Gon Jinn. I love Liam Neeson. Oh, dude, who doesn't Liam love Liam Qui-Gon Jinn? So I think Keanu Reeves is going to be a similar, like, wise Jedi yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. Has to be. Has to be.
2: I Shitty, shitty side note, but I was trying to write the um, uh, old, old Republic, uh, like a teaser script, so I could go pitch it to
1: before Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Anakin.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. There's a, it goes way back, and there's this cool oh, I character ago. Uh, oh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But there's a cool character in there, um, and I think uh, Keanu Reeves is attached to play him. His name's called Revan. Oh, they're gonna do he, before. Uh, way before, I oh, think. Cool. I think this is the, this is the rumor mill. But I wanted to, I wanted to play Revan, and Keanu Reeves obviously can do whatever the fuck he wants. But he's I think also he's, he's lot- too old, man. It should have been me. <laughs> well, he's a lot older and wiser, so maybe they're gonna make the character older. They could, you know. It it would have to take place after his main storyline because he goes. He starts out as a young Jedi. What if you do it? And then becomes a bad guy. He becomes a uh, essentially a Darth Vader character. Then becomes a Jedi again. And then is he dies? His Force ghost becomes good, and his body gets reelect resurrected and becomes evil. He's it's like Holy the most,
1: shit. It's the most sick storyline of all time. I hope this happens. Anybody who's listening, because this is a big deal. Also, wow. just
2: call me up. I'm ready to do it myself if Keanu turns it down. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah, or, or you could become Keanu. I, you guys don't Ooh. look that different to where... That but he's, he's ageless. Dealing.
2: He hasn't aged since he was 12.
1: True. True. Yeah, he's like 50 now, and he looks fantastic. God,
2: I just want whatever genetics he Paul has. Rudd as well. Oh, my God. Those two guys... He's
1: <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> who I thought you were going to say. Paul, dude, Paul Rudd looks... Yeah. No, Paul looks great. 30. I just
0: didn't... He does. I wasn't expecting that. Finish um, your Finish your story, finish your story well, bro. Well, before
1: I finish that, I, I do want to thank our, our oh, sponsor...
0: Yeah. We should thank our sponsor.
1: I do want to thank Spencer Sutherland.bigcartel.com for giving us the the number one uh rated merch in the world. Thank you so much. Mm. Uh if you do, I mean, you yeah. guys can probably speak. You guys have right. worn the shirts, the socks. Definitely. They're unbelievably comfortable, right? Yeah.
2: Shockingly what do you do you make that out of like baby fur? I
1: actually did t- <laughs> this is actually a true story. <laughs> true. Not what that uh, means, this is a true <laughs> fact. I'm interested. Um I am sent all these different kind of t shirts to try. And I, and I pick out the most comfortable and that's actually a real fact.
0: Well, they've been, they've been an incredible sponsor and
1: supporter of this podcast. Oh yeah. They've been amazing. Really just in life. Um, SpencerSutherland.BigCartel.com. Get your merch now.
2: Yeah. They also, they they sponsor my Spencer habit.
0: Yes. That's true. Which is not healthy.
2: It's not healthy. It's not. I just sit there and I, I just, I just look at pictures of Spencer and they just send me more pictures all the time.
0: (laughs) But you fund
1: my entire career and I, and and for that, I thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. Um,
2: you're welcome. Thank you for the nudes. You're
1: welcome. Uh, set story. Yes. Have a okay. So, I make all these videos for next to nothing. Friends help me out.
2: Like POV videos in your home. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Sick.
1: <laughs> yes. Made those two. <laughs> so I make these videos, um, and then I sign to a label, and then I have a real budget. So, the first moment I was like, "Holy shit!" was uh, my music video for my song "Sweater" because we had, we had an entire bowling alley rented out. We had like a fifteen-person crew. We had catering and wardrobe, and I had never like, I, I just had never seen that before. Where and then all my friends were the extras, and it was the best. And it was a very like It's
2: the greatest way to do it by far.
1: Dude, it was the best. It's just
2: it's a party. Yeah, it's fun and work at the same time. It was. But go on.
1: And no, I mean that's that's the story. Is like and and also they're a cool label who i'm still with they let me write my own treatments. so i was able to write the entire treatment and then they just had a budget to make it come to life because i'd never like thought i was always writing my but my my treatments inside like i can't run out this can't do that like mm-hmm. in this i was able to be like i want to fucking bowl yeah let's rent it out
2: yeah that's actually great yeah it was cool it's cool to have that perspective too like and then we had this. unlimited
1: bowling all day so when we took breaks people would just go bowl Dude, that's fantastic. It
2: was dope. That's was really real the reason why you did it. Yo, it people shit on bowling all the time for being like, yo, it's such a dumb thing. It's such a fun thing to do Bro, with your bowling friends. Bowling is so fun. It's great. People are trash that say that shit. Where I'm like, yo, I they're like, they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we go watch a movie or go bowling. And they're like, I fucking hate both like, those things. Bowling? I'm like, cool. I'm never gonna be friends with you again. You <laughs> freak,
0: freak. Yeah, that's that I you're a ass. freak if you don't like I do. bowling i think
2: <laughs> and it's great because i'm bigger than everyone so i actually do beat them to that's death. true
1: yeah so, oh God, what uh, uh oh, never mind, never mind. What, do you, what do you guys what do you like on your pizza the most meat what do you like on your pizza
2: hawaiian baby with bacon do
1: you do you like mushrooms on your pizza
2: oh magic mushrooms i do
1: okay good um I would love to talk about King mushrooms. Of the I'm, bro, by here.
2: the way, that is the most fucking excellent segue. I'm erect <laughs> off of that segue alone. That was so good. And then you like, not only did you bring it to like mushrooms, but like magic mushrooms, which are the best. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launcher online shop stage, all the way to the "we just hit a million orders" stage.
0: No matter what stage
2: you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopifycom offer. Mushrooms, uh, mushrooms. Shall mushrooms. we? Shall we? T- shall we dive in?
1: I know you really want to talk about. I'm mushrooms. so excited. I-, I really want to talk about mushrooms.
2: Let's talk about
0: it.
1: Uh, where do we start? Can we?
0: okay we uh, can cut this out we can cut this out but you told me a g- insane story uh-huh. last time we saw each other yeah you had some health problems and stuff right.
2: i don't know if you feel comfortable telling that story I'll totally tell that, but that yeah. story
0: blew my mind yeah it's a really so, crazy story
2: okay so uh, well i'll i'll give context quick um
1: podcast on a balcony babe. you get the planes once in a while hold
2: for sound Chemtrails, is, chemtrails, is, Mike. We've got a sound. We got an aeroplane uh, dropping shit on us right now. <laughs>
1: you guys think this is like a, a a problem? This is this is what makes it. This is what lets our podcast stand out from the rest because we are the only sure. uh, an exclusive podcast. Can, the uh, can
2: you actually hear like the birds chirping in the background on your podcast? Not not really. You know, the mics are directional and they just pick yeah, up.
1: they're super directional. There's a couple of
2: plugins you can put where it cuts things. Out you really too, can't so.
1: hear much though. Yeah. That's true.
0: There was a helicopter on one of them that was like not very. Hi, and that was
2: mega loud. Oh, jeez! But, but it's part uh, of the magic, dude. Yeah, magic mushrooms. Oh, oh transition! i the transition king. Um, okay, so back uh, a year ago in late February, I believe it was, I um, had gotten really sick because I was shooting a show. Came back, uh, flew out for a premiere. Went to Coachella, flew back up to Washington for uh, some business up there with my family. Flew back down, had another thing happen, and I pretty much was like, I was barely sleeping, and then I got really, really sick. So my immune, my immune system was fucked. And um, I went into the urgent care, and I was like, look, I don't have time for this. I have so much happening right now. I just need you to give me whatever antibiotic I need to to rock and roll. So they did their yeah. test, and they're like, you have a sinus infection. We're not as sure what bug it is, but just let's give you some clindamycin and rock out with our cock out. And I was like, "Sick, let's great. go!" And like, please put your penis away. I don't yeah. really want to see that. I was but. like, "Oh, you didn't mean that literally." Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck okay. it
0: back in. <laughs> oh so overdone, dude, push it back into your body.
2: Push it back in. It's like a belly button. I just now it's permanently back in. By the way, I'm a. I Lucky, you're a eunuch. I'm a eunuch. Yeah, nice. I'll just so cut burden, it off. Yeah, uh, penises are such a waste of time. Okay, so man. penis is pushed in. <laughs> penis is pushed in. Start taking the antibiotic. <laughs> we get it. Some. Well, this is great. <laughs> this wins lunch, dude. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm penisless and just taking this clindamycin. Well, I still have a penis, it's just inside right inside right, my belly button yeah. at this point. It's
0: not gonna it's not gonna twist it. You have a you have a
2: penis. I still have the peen. I just pushed it in.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> I just love how it's just like just rolling around. <laughs> just so my penis is pushed in. So I take these drugs.
2: <laughs> <and> <laughs> yo, by the way, look at that sunset though. Yeah, it's it looks right, really pretty over there. Crisping. We got the dark skies and that little sunset. I'm telling you, man, that's great. It,
1: it, uh, this is what we do it at this time for lighting, but it also just is a great vibe. It's a dope it's vibe. Fun.
2: Um, so I get on the, <laughs> I get so on. Penis, the, the, in. penis is pushed in. <laughs> 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 and I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, <laughs> you're taking this antibiotic. I take the antibiotic and. I've taken, you know, I've taken, I told him before, I was like, hey, I'm allergic to penicillin. If this is, I can't a, stop laughing. <laughs> this, we're not even on mushrooms or weed right now. Know, just like, we didn't even drink. We, really we, we had coffee. I mean, that's its own drug. Yeah. Um,
0: By the way, I'm also, I'm
2: also allergic to penicillin. Oh, okay. So, so you get it. Yeah. Do you get uh, like, throat swelling up or do you just get like, you feel like. It only dead?
0: happened to me once, and I learned the hard way that that's how I found out. That yeah, I was no, with that's penicillin. Yeah, that's the that. only way you can find out. That is the just, o- literally the only way, which is. This is, is a non sequitur story, but I was literally playing a friend's wedding that day. Oh, you And fix. I went the night before because I was mega sick. And I was like, I don't want to be mega sick so I can play my friend's wedding. Mm. So they penicillined me. Yeah. that's a verb now. Makes sense. And woke up the next morning and was like probably two inches Ooh. more. Good. Yikes. <laughs> and I wasn't going to go back. I wasn't going to go back to the urgent care because I didn't want to freak out my friend and right. tell her like, hey, I'm so but luckily I did because they were like, yeah, your throat would have closed Well, oh, if you wouldn't know that. so, that's so fucking awful so luckily i did it was fine doesn't matter point yeah. being
2: your penis is tucked in <laughs> my penis is tucked in i start taking the clindamycin. <laughs> if you haven't stopped
1: listening by now i'm sure
2: you will. <laughs> at this point you're fully engaged you're in you're like well, well, you how in. how did he tuck you're halfway through in? the
1: bottle or you just start taking it
2: uh so i'm i'm one two now i'm on three days into it and yeah, okay. but at this point i'm feeling worse so yeah. i call the doctor and i go hey I feel significantly worse now that I'm on the clindamycin, and they were like, "Well, you could be just suffering some of the side effects." We'd prefer that you don't stop the the cycle. It's a 10 day cycle that right. they had me on, and it was at the highest dose uh, because you'll build up an antibiotic resistant bacteria, which is essentially what COVID 19 is in a way, because we don't have any antibiotics to fight it. It's not resistant, right. but it just it would have I would have built up my own version of that. Yeah. So. I was like, all right, well, I'll keep taking it. And they're like, but call us back if it if it gets worse. And I was like, okay, seven days in. I'm like, hmm it's worse. worse. And so I call them and I'm like, something's wrong. Uh, something is very wrong. And at this point now, I'm passing out, I'm blacking out. Uh, daily? I'm daily. Well, at minutes, hours, depend- at any point. And now I'm forgetting, I'm having uh, memory problems as well and speech problems. And so now I'm really struggling to figure this all out. And I call them and I'm like trying to put sentences together and I'm trying to figure it out. And finally I go in um, and I was like, something's really wrong. And they're like, stop taking it. And they're like, just, just write it out. Just stop taking it. Uh, Write out the feelings that you're feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, wait, sorry. Sorry. That, that didn't happen. Oh fuck. This is, this is the problem. I had, hmm, this is the weird part. This is why you're like not sure because you. Yeah. I had yeah. called them again. They said to, f- that I never went in. This is the part where I, I, I would have to pull out my notes because I had to write it all down. I never went in. I called them uh, and they're like, oh yeah, stop taking it. Um, but I was already seven days deep on a 10 day cycle. And um, the damage had been done. At this point, and now I was suffering the consequences, but it was it became this thing, and it's called I went into three different doctors. One said he thought I had allergies. I told him to fuck off. Another said, uh, what did the other doctor say? Oh, it's probably allergies. So I told him to fuck off. And I finally found another doctor. This is like three weeks later, and now I'm blacking out consistently. I'm passing out. Wow. I just I'll end up on the floor and I'll have no idea what's happened for like the last few hours. You and I could be having a conversation, and within seconds, I will forget where I am, who I am, and our conversation entirely, and I'll have a panic
1: attack. How long would it take you to recover, like to know who you are? A few minutes, like Uh, I could
2: I could gather information about myself within a few minutes, um, but actually, so what started happening is my brain brain was regressing. Um, And so I was actually going through what would essentially be known as post-antibiotic delirium. Um, which is, it resembles Alzheimer's and dementia. So as it goes on, you get worse um, and you slowly lose short-term and long-term memory entirely. Um, now, thankfully, I'd stopped the cycle of the antibiotic and I was technically, I, I was supposed to be in some sort of recoverative stage, but I nobody had diagnosed what was going on yet. So I was freaking out because I was like, I've lost my mind. And that is actually what happened. Yeah, um, yeah. I was clinically mentally stunted. Uh, and so I finally, it was like three weeks had gone by. I'd, I'd been trying to get appointments to see doctors and specialists because I, you know, in any given moment, I couldn't remember who I was
1: at this point. Are you back with your parents?
2: No, no, I'm still in LA. Are
1: you just like, are you just like watching TV and eating
2: and surviving? Pretty much. Yeah. Cause you
1: can't do much.
2: Well, I had lost, I'd lost a lot of weight. I yeah, hadn't been you outside. You can't work out. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I I, I could for, I could forget that I was lifting a weight, and it could come That's back down I mean, and kill you me. You can't do that.
0: Um, Did you have like anxieties about like? worrying that that like worrying that that was going to happen or did you have, not even have like i couldn't the note like the know-it-all to know that it was about to
2: happen i didn't know enough to know that it i could have anxiety about that yeah, the only well. anxiety i could have was that i was going to be this way permanently and every time my mind reset it was like groundhog's day Dude, this is
1: this sounds like a nightmare to me it's this literally is a nightmare. this, this, this was so my insane.
2: nightmare from childhood outside of drowning in the ocean yeah um that's a that's big child yeah. random childhood nightmare <laughs> yeah. that never ever happened um but it was losing my mind and not being me anymore and yeah. i i became virtually a human vegetable um not in the joking sense of the word but i was a, a, a processing information very very slowly and everybody telling was resetting. you too that it's like too bad, so sad, like this is just going to happen. Well, nobody diagnosed anything, so I still didn't know And Finally my friend Derek Augustine came over, who I'd done the football movie with years ago. Comes over, he's like, and he lives down the street from me. We hang out like all the time. One of my best friends, and he's like, bro, I haven't heard from you in three weeks. What is going on? And he looks at me, because i just opened the door. He's like, I've been calling you, I've been texting you, and I go, who are you? And he just walks in, he's like, bro, what the fuck is going on? And and I'm like, oh, my God, uh, Derek. And he was like, I'm taking you to the hospital. So he puts me in his car. And so this is the weird part. The only major memories, most of it feels like I had a dream, and it's all fairly non-lucid. He comes over, he takes me to the hospital, and I only have my notes, my somewhat dreamlike memories, and my stories that I hear from friends of what it was like. And he takes me in the car, and he's like, bro, you were saying things, and you tried to jump out of the car while we were on the freeway. You, he's like, you made zero fucking sense. I you could, have no memory of this? Barely. Yeah. I, remember him take, I remember him coming over and taking me to the hospital. So I told them to take me to my neurologist, and I sat down in there, and my neurologist was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I don't know. Something's wrong. And he was like, Okay. So he starts like taking doing all these tests and this is the neurologist that's helped me for years with my insomnia. So he has a good record of me. And uh I I stand up and I black out on him and he like him and the nurse in the room like catch me and hold me up and they're like oh shit something's really bad. So I was having syncope where my heart rate would spike to uh like 100 to 120 beats a minute and as soon as I'd stand up it dropped to like 40 to 50. And so oh my you blackout god! Blackout head. So I, yeah.
1: I assume the first thing that you're everybody's thinking is like brain tumor. Yeah, right. I went. That's in, like the first like natural thing. Exactly. When you black out when you pass out. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. So he quickly. Yeah, we got into cat scans, EKGs, EEGs. Nothing. Two week uh, EKG. A They're two like, week Why is EEG? your penis? why is your, your penis still tucked in? in? That's
0: really not
1: helpful.
2: <laughs> Just please sorry. push that back out. So I held my breath, pulled <laughs> my nose and my ears, and I pushed out my penis via air. So it's Ancient Tibetan te- technique of penis pushing. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it. That was the time. That I'm, was the
1: time. I'm so deep in this.
2: My bad. Okay. And uh, so I, I'm sitting there with the neurologist, and he's like, okay, here's what I do know. Your blackout's are very much likely related to brain trauma. And he's like, so what did you do? I was like, I got on a antibiotic. He was like, you're allergic. And I was like, nice, <laughs> which I would have known that before. Um, and so we went back through the list of everything. He's like, I'm taking you off all sleep medications. I'm taking you off everything that we have had you on previously just to eliminate any possibility. And it all kept progressively getting worse. So over like the next two weeks, we did all these tests, brain, t- uh, brain tumor tests, heart problems, arrhythmia, EKG, I, I wore this tube on my head that looked like a fucking shitty Avatar movie and it mapped all of my brain waves for the next two weeks and then I had a heart monitor that did the same thing. Uh, and finally, we, I had been doing some research of what lucid brain I did have left. Uh, and I ran across this thing called post-antibiotic delirium and that's what it was. And I, I told him about it and he was like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Uh, he's like, that's absolutely, absolutely what's going on. He's like, it usually only happens in elderly and retired patients. You have to be like 80 years old.
1: What the fuck?
2: Yeah, he's like, you're like the first case I've ever heard of happening at this age.
1: I was gonna say because I've taken antibiotics countless times and I've never even he- heard about that.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I there's so there's well, these crazy allergic, stories obviously. stories of antibiotics that have literally paralyzed people, and they had to yeah. do a class action lawsuit. And this wow. it's a whole other side story, but. I found this out and I was just like, this is fucked. Uh, So I was like, so what do I do to recover? He's like, we're going to get you on a regimen of supplements and uh, vitamins that we know work for nootropic growth. Um, We're going to get you on sleeping pills that do help you consistently and as well, um, anything else that could potentially help. He's like, the main thing that you can do is sleep and exercise and diet. Keep those things all very strict and regimented. And then on top of that, um, we'll see whatever else helps. So, but at this point you have to remember I'm having seizures. He's like, we finally found out that I was having seizures and that's why I was blacking out so much. And like gotcha. I would end up on the floor and that causes more brain damage and blah, but blah, yeah, blah, blah. Seizures will, yeah. you don't remember anything. Oh yeah. yeah. Rip you up. I have like photos of me just staring at a mirror. I think I stared at a mirror for like four hours and I couldn't figure out who I was looking at for like four hours straight. And I was like. Who is it's so dude? insane. Why do, you have photo, why do you
1: have photos of that?
2: Because I had to take a picture because I thought somebody else was actually looking at me.
1: Oh shit! I yeah. gotta see that after this.
2: It's it's weird. It's weird photo to look at for me. It is because I yeah. remembered this moment specifically.
1: I was gonna say, do you have any videos from this time of like friends taking videos of you, like? I might confused or something.
2: I might. I mean, I told I told my two roommates that I was like, if I uh, have a seizure in front of you, you have to put it on camera. I was wow. like, obviously, roll me out. Make sure that my, I'm not choking on my tongue or anything yeah. like that. But outside of that, don't touch me. Let me have the seizure. Uh, need to see what's happening. Yeah, the doctors have to know because mm-hmm. they need a live time. Right, By yeah. that point, I was already off the antibiotics, so the relative seizures I had, I was on my own in my room. Um, I I can't just like, I'm having a seizure, friend. Come on in. <laughs> hey. This is the moment. Um, so for the next three months, we played recovery, uh, but I, I lost – the vast majority of my long-term and short-term memory, uh, so I couldn't remember anything. I couldn't have a conversation. To this day, I still have some minor. I've, I'm, I'd say I'm like ninety-eight percent back. Gotcha. This is about a year and a that's, half later.
1: That's pretty good.
2: A year later, yeah, it's that's pretty, it's pretty solid. That's pretty amazing yeah. that you got that far. Yeah,
1: back. So why?
2: Why? Well, well, well. Let's get to the I, yeah. To
1: the I to I want to know why it wasn't like.
2: Permanent. Yeah. Well, they. The doctor was like, "Look, it's 50, 50. you You're either going to get it all back, or you could keep regressing, and this could get consistently worse, and you're going to be a vegetable for the rest, rest of your life. You just have to be comfortable." God, can you imagine that. hearing that, dude? Yeah. How fucking fucked up. Yeah. The, but he's I can't like, believe "I believe that." He's like, "I can't tell you that this this might not be a possibility." And I was like,
1: "As a doctor, they have to." I've gotten yeah. some weird stuff like that too, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Hey, we need to make sure that there's not a tumor." I'm like, "Yeah."
2: Oh, totally. But
1: that he's like, "Sorry, I just like." Yeah. Most likely you don't have it. I just got it.
2: We we have to narrow it down. We have to say it. And he's like, but the best thing is if you have anxiety about it, it, it stops your brain from actually like recovering. So don't feel scared if you're not recovering right away. That just takes time. Yeah. Um, so we set the stage and, uh, I began recovery. So I got really consistent with like going on walks and I could usually only walk like a few steps before I'd get really lightheaded and pass out. So I kept it in the house for the first part. Then I'd walk like to the stop sign when I started getting enough better. Um, But eventually I started exercising more because I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast on intermittent fasting and all this other stuff. Then it releases BDNF in your brain, which helps you uh, grow neurons. um, And that is very necessary. Right. Then I got into like supplements and I talked to my brother who's also in med school right now. Cool. Uh, He was super helpful on this journey. Um, so we got on like tyrosine and tryptophan and, um, you know, 5-HTP and the usual suspects of that sort of thing. And like vitamins, nutrients, lion's mane, yeah. reishi mushroom, chaga, um, cordyceps. I had a chaga Chino today. Ooh, chaga baby. They're fucking fantastic. They're the, that's from what we'll Yeah. And so I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with, um, Paul Stamets on it and Paul Stamets went into his whole spiel on, uh, nootropics via mushrooms. And how some of the best results in a lab outside of like Adderall or other stuff like that with like helping your brain activity was through mushrooms, but the specific stuff that they saw was when you are on was it chaga, lion's mane cordyceps, it's all great, but with magic mushrooms, psilocybin specifically, right it actually stimulates new neural growth in a huge way, and so i like I was like, oh my God, this is the moment." This is what I've been waiting for. This is the news that I have to hear to stimulate the most of the neurons that I have lost. Because the doctor was like, "You have to now," because I did. I was doing cognitive behavioral therapy, speech therapy, and physical therapy now at this point to recovery. Wow. Um, and so he said, "You need to do every all of this stuff regimentedly." do not give up on any of it. Otherwise wow. you won't recover.
1: Even if you feel like it's not doing anything, continue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And speech therapy was hard. I still don't, there's a lot of words that are like on the tip of my brain, but I have to look them up and i relearn them at this point. Dude, I feel like, like
1: I, I feel like I do that a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like- it's, it's like that, but imagine it. it's like that, but then with your entire vocabulary.
1: Right. And then now you're just like relearning these words.
2: It's dude. It's so stupid. It, it pissed me off for like the better part of six months. Um, but yeah, and then having to learn to go from a walk to a run as well. I could, that that was a transition oh, I couldn't so actually make. Yeah. There's a lot. I have notes on it, but that's this is a very long-winded version of this. But uh, anyways, I got on to uh, that, and I talked to my neurologist. He's like, I can't tell you to take it because that's illegal. But I can say that we are doing studies at Johns Hopkins and a few other places, and we are seeing results in that stage. He's being a homie. He's been a total homie, and he's like, I can't, again, legally, that's illegal. But I will say that they are seeing good results in those sectors. Wow. And he's so, like... wink, <laughs> wink, I was like, sweet, I'm on it. So I got on Magic Mushrooms. And Did, now I, did you let him know that you were on it? No, because then he'd probably have oh, to right, report it. Yeah. he has to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, he might. He might. That's fine, actually. What's if up, he's bro? he's
1: like a big fan of balcony podcast. Yeah. It's like really famous like podcast.
2: Penises or... being pushed in. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. might, you know, or like really attractive guys, really know? attractive dudes just chilling in their red pants. Thank um, what about, what about, what about blue pants? Do you think, <laughs> mm. but yeah, I got on uh, magic mushrooms. <laughs> Sorry, blue pants, bro. We're blue, green, and red. We're like the Christmas duo right now. Psilocybin. psilocybin.
1: Psilocybin pants.
2: Psilocybin pants. But, uh, I started seeing significant regrowth, uh, in my brain.
1: Like within, so you're, we're talking microdosing.
2: I, I, I was microdosing, and my buddy had picked me up because he knew what was going on. Uh, another buddy of mine, and he's like, "I'm taking you to Yellowstone, and we're taking mushrooms, and we're gonna go do them in Yellowstone." Sorry, not Yellowstone, Yosemite. Gotcha. Oof. and beautiful, beautiful place. And so I went up there, and I couldn't, I couldn't function. And we took them, and it was the first coherent conversation after taking a. It was like a three gram dose of mushrooms that I'd had in three months, the first Did one. you cry? Dude, yeah, I was really emotional.
1: I bet I bet you just and be yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't, don't blame you at all. That's shit, gotta be incredibly yeah.
2: feeling. Felt wild. Um, so that yeah. from that point on, I started microdosing three days a week, and then, uh, I still microdose like once a week, but it's uh, single-handedly one of the, outside of you know therapy, cognitive behavioral, all of it, that is one of the biggest progressives in my journey of so brain crazy. recovery was yeah. psilocybin. I remember for about that's anecdotal, obviously. I'm not a scientist, so I'm just a giant idiot, and I'm just saying things. But
0: right, well, I, well, I mean, you are. Really that, cool. I
2: mean, there's you no that's so much proof example. there. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah.
0: just that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we've talked about this before, but I remember listening to that same Paul Stamets podcast, and that just completely opened my brain to all of those things. Just thinking about because I've always been curious and interested in in that. World and stuff like that, and when I heard that there was you know legitimate medical benefits and stuff, and like oh, yeah. Yeah. that it can be not just you know the classic party drug, it made me that much more interested.
2: Where it's just right. I feel like that's and, so that's so much of the context with yeah. so many party drugs is right. some idiot took it and was like, if I do a lot of this, I'll get me fucked up. And you're not wrong, but also right. most drugs are really good for you. Yeah, like, in, in in the right context. In the right context, yeah.
1: most are a hundred percent good for you. Like, like black tar heroin.
2: But classic, classic, good drug. Wait, it's not. No, I said not that bad. Oh, okay, not that yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, not that bad. Not <laughs> that bad. Not dark. the worst. I, here's here's one thing I do want to say, and this is why I'm I'm a hyper logical human being. I'm very analytical. I think that our stigma of drugs actually keeps us from inventing, you know, di- cures and things like that. Uh, if we get yeah. so caught up on the percent. stigma, rather than saying okay, like uh, for instance. Adderall is actually the same chemical compound as meth. It's missing a single carbon chain. It's crazy, dude. (laughs) And, and, but they know that when you do it in a smaller dose than what these, the the addicts do, uh, you actually have medical benefit. Same with heroin. That's actually, you know, most sleeping pills is a form of heroin.
1: I just have so many friends who are, who are on Adderall. And Mm -hmm. I remember in high school kids that were like addicted to it. And I was like, this is the same shit.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. It's, and it's crazy. C- coffee. Dude Caffeine. It's a drug. I, we just I always talk our about Our stigma, that. it's it's is it legal drugs? Is it compounds? Right. What what are we talking about as far as drugs go? It's all crazy of it's a too. drug. Uh
1: the the uh, most obvious biggest example is marijuana because like we people are starting to kind of understand. Come around
2: to it. Yeah.
1: Dude, even like I, I wanna give my dad a huge shout out because my dad like, you know, he, he, my dad was never like no weed, but he definitely just like didn't just wasn't into it. Yeah ever right and uh over the last few years partially because i've been out in california and Mm -hmm. also because he's a very like he he doesn't just like listen to the news he researches and stuff yeah and um he actually went through a couple health things and like discovered like you know the the hemp plant and like the the benefits of marijuana and Mm -hmm. like although he's not a smoker himself he like he's so his whole opinions changed on it.
2: Oh yeah. CBD with seizures is oh actually God, something that I got on to yeah. with when I was having seizures mm-hmm. with CBD
1: and yeah. that's it, man. And it's just like people like that where like, it doesn't matter if you're not Gen Z or millennials or mm-hmm. whatever. Like if you, if you're, if you can change your opinion on stuff like that, yeah. I think that changed, that changed the world.
0: Absolutely. It's really cool. That I mean, that your dad is, Oh,
1: it's so cool. I'm not even, even my mom was like starting to like understand like, yeah. Cause when I first brought up CBD, she's like, Oh, that's pot. And I'm like, mm-hmm, well,
2: right. Well, you know, <laughs> also, let's let's be real here. Alcohol is a very, like, widely used drug.
0: I use I mean,
2: cigarettes like cigarettes that. Dude, are, cigarettes. And alcohol so much kills. worse. So many people. Also, when was the last time you heard of a guy getting on uh, freaking weed? That guy that He's guy smoking died. that blunt and he just beat the shit out of somebody? No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> that alcohol. That guy died from weed. Yeah. Oh, never. His weed overdose. Oh, he really had not a, possible. That dude had a panic attack. I can't actually smoke weed, but I'm a huge proponent of it. Right. Yeah. And I I'm freaking too. I love it, dude. Like yeah. all my any I have friends that are total addicts and so I discourage them, but like as a whole Come on. Dude, it's keeps people from like doing dumb shit like alcohol. It makes you want to watch Star
1: to Wars, backwards. Dude, yes, yes. I mean, it just I makes would. you want to do like, like I, I, me too. I, I just, I think that's like the biggest obvious example of, of stigma. Yeah, I've listened to a bunch of, a bunch of podcasts, especially mm-hmm. Joe Rogan episodes where they talk
2: elk about, meat, magic mushrooms, and <laughs> Scientology, baby.
1: Yeah, Come on, we gotta, we gotta. If you're thinking about, if you haven't listened
0: to that Joe Rogan Paul Stamets episode, yeah, yeah I would really highly good. recommend it because
2: it is, it's, it's it eye opening. And if you have so not eye-opening. joined the Church of
1: Scientology, also that, do it yeah.
2: immediately. Well, oh wait, wait. <laughs> Tom Cruise, if you watch, please adopt me. But also, I probably won't be joining Scientology anytime soon. Yeah, me either. Um,
0: so I no, know, that story is insane, though, dude. Insane. I mean, that is just. I mean, you were literally
2: on the path to vegetable land. Yeah, like, I, I so, vegetable. Land. I, w- I was on a path to becoming a carrot. Um, <laughs> like actually, though, like that's so. Like Paul Stamets or Paul Carrot. Paul Carrot, baby, Paul with my inside-out PP. <laughs> Um, it's not inside out, it's just in. It's just in, inverted. Inverted PP. Um, No, I was... How uh, can you imagine inside <laughs> out? No, oh, that God, people. Jesus, that's just heinous <laughs> sounding. Your urethra is just hanging outside. Oh, so, no! Uh, just, no. Like, just meat and spongiest tissue. Oh! <laughs> oh
0: um, <laughs>
2: uh, Love it. Uh, brain damage. I still have it. No, I mean, seriously, Like, no. like
0: that is... I remember... Uh, c- on the same topic, like, to go
2: from brain damage to like a somewhat healthy brain. No, I'm, and
0: my my dad yeah. um, is. My parents are, are very liberal people, so they're uh, they're down for Bro. all this kind of stuff. Down to party. and yeah, there's no way of like down saying, to clown. again the stigma. Just say like, they're DTF. I wouldn't not at gonna, least. I'm with not going to say that. <laughs> well, with of course. each
1: other. <laughs> they are down to clown though. I've, I was I've, a mistake of a I've human, met, so.
0: Um, okay. No, but I, I remember Jerry Rom. That's stop
1: it. I, I love a I love you, Sherry. I love you, no, Ron. No, they're great. They're, oh, dude,
2: Ron's my dad's name. Wait, is your dad my dad? We Holy both have shoes. Yeah, you're also two feet taller than me, so oh. I'm gonna go with no. Well, well, we have different moms, so that maybe that That's makes true. Sense. Is your mom seven feet?
0: No, but she is like five nine, right? You're my mom, yeah. yeah,
2: both my mom and dad are. Five. She's 5'10 five, and he's 6'1. I loved so. hanging yeah. out with your
1: parents, by the way. They're very cool. They're so dope, right? They're very cool, dude. They loved you.
2: They're um, like, Oh, you, you gotta have Spencer over more often so we can hang out. I'm like, You guys are never here,
1: dude. <laughs> but I want to I go back with you to Washington one time. I am in love with the state,
2: bro. You should come up. I, I tell this to all my friends. You guys are always welcome to come up for New Year's. It is the oh, best time great. of the year to be in Washington because we have a huge bonfire. Oh, no, dude, come oh, on, and we blast on. off all the fireworks. We can't do beers. bonfires here, and I miss bonfires. Oh, we're totally not allowed to do it. We've we have the fire department called on us every year, and <laughs> I just walk out there. I'm like, "What's up, guys?" And they're like, "Why are you doing this again?" Were you again? in
1: that commercial
2: where <laughs> you're you were in the fucking burger commercial? What are piece the of shit, piece, guys! <laughs> you're the Inside Out. I heard you're on, on the balcony podcast. <laughs> um. So, side note, we got on a bunny trail, but I want to I want to dig back into this mushroom thing. Yes. What sorry. is your craziest trip on mushrooms? Never done them. Never done them.
1: Are you fucking serious? That's, that's that's that's
2: why. Are you are you guys living vicariously through my story right yes, now? No. This is, we're gonna
0: we're gonna talk about this afterwards because I mean I've I've literally been interested for years. Yeah. We, we have a bunch I, of friends
1: who who are essentially shamans in uh, that way, are giant mushroom people, and um, we've like just just <laughs> <this> giant
2: mushrooms.
1: <laughs> ah, kill me! <laughs> this is no way to Eat live. Eat
2: my body. You will you will learn more
1: by eating me. <laughs> This podcast is god. This non sequitur. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, but um, no. But we we have been super interested, and obviously we 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 listen to so much about it and read so much about it that mm-hmm. it's like I've never I don't I've never talked to uh, everybody I talk to that does mushrooms has it literally changes their life for the better. It so. does, but I, yours is like the first that I've.
2: Like a medical change. I've talked to someone so who's, who's
1: cured a eating disorder. I've wow. talked to someone who's cured a porn addiction. Wow. And someone else. Who, I still look uh, at porn,
2: so I have no concept of that. <laughs> but I enjoy not it, though it's thing not that an addiction. You
0: do seven <laughs> yeah. times a day. No, this, not at all. Th- yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely not. I think it's uh, dope uh, that like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a premium access membership to the Pornhub. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's free right now. It's, free, it's totally free. Is it really? Yeah,
1: Johnny sins. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta I gotta hook that. Up. Maybe
0: I'll just check that out. Anyways, go on. No, it's like uh, we 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 have two friends, and I told Spencer this. So I don't know if I told you this, but I was talking to them about their their experiences, and on separately, I was not talking to them at the same time. They both told me that they did it and felt an insane um, empathy increase just yeah. within themselves. Mm-hmm. And this, again, they were not together. Like they both told me that separately, yeah. which is really insane to me that there's just some sort of heard an obvious connection so. yeah. with. Uh, my best friend had told me that he took them, um, sort of with like the the neuropathy purpose. He wanted to mm-hmm. change himself in a certain way, and he literally told himself before and during, like, yeah, I want to move towards this part of my life. I want to become better at this. Yeah, while he was on it, and then he said he came out the other end, like, wow, much more um, focused and driven towards that Same changing that thing yeah. in his life, which is so crazy. I've
1: literally not heard a lot of bad stuff, so. Yeah. yeah, I I think it's such a magical, untouched like obviously people do there it, but it is, dude, and people are just gonna start like figuring that out. I They're hope, starting.
2: I hope they legalize it. I want. I actually want to get involved with any company that's like doing that stuff. It, and like, it's gotta be legalized, dude. Yeah, I mean they yeah. made yeah. it in the legal the next 20- in Colorado, years? right? Yeah, they made it legal in a lot of places like Washington State. You can grow your own now. Colorado, I San Diego, <laughs> is specific because they were doing studies on right. it here, but yeah. California as a whole is illegal. So. It just it, it
1: is weird with that. People fear what they don't know. Like I remember totally. in, like, sixth and seventh grade when like the kids would smoke weed, I was like, Yeah. And yeah. like and, like and now I'm people saying. are it's happening and I feel it's gonna be a yeah. similar path, I think.
2: I'd way uh, rather kids smoke weed than a cigarette. A so billion percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just it there's so many different Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was about to even say I, I if I had a kid, he's sixteen, he's gonna drink half a bottle of tequila or smoke a joint. I rather I'm smoke a joint. Yeah, hundred percent. Same.
2: I'd rather this kid fucking sit down and want to chill out and watch a movie than drink or just alcohol fr- or have and drive. A
1: weird freak out instead of yeah. Instead of maybe have alcohol poisoning yeah. and die. Yeah.
2: <laughs> also, anybody that wants to try mushrooms, please do it with somebody that's done it before. Knows what they're doing. A safe environment.
1: Right. Uh, uh, a sitter. Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Because I've done it before in an environment where it was there was some people that weren't on it. There's a too big of a group of people, and I hated it. Yeah, no, it's gotta I, be like comfortable, I think. Absolutely. I, I do it with no more than like four people. Yeah. I try to keep it the numbers super small. Um but yeah, it just makes it more fun too. Don't do True. it on your own. That's kinda lame. I've done that <laughs> and I'm like boo. Scary. No, not scary. Um, not for me anymore. Boring. Just yeah, less exciting because you can you have a shared experience. That's really fun. I've heard that. Yeah. Two, three, yeah. four people, yeah. It's so much fun. Um we worship the cosmic cat together now. Um. perfect that's a that's a legitimate thing that yeah. I fucking saw in the sky
0: oh dude it's, I love stories like that it's awesome. bro
2: it's so funny it was it's, well, all, you have it's bad, all completely do ridiculous. you have a crazy trip story then because you asked us but well, we couldn't answer unfortunately oh yeah but, I mean my friends actually had crazier ones than me but uh we were all sitting outside in the middle it was like we did it after sunset and so we were staring up at the stars and of course we all started to see the same thing which was this cat in the sky and if somebody says it then you can start to like get on the same yeah same trip with them um so we started focusing on this patch of stars and we we're like oh my god i see it and then it started like moving and wiggling around Ooh. in the sky and we we're like yeah there's a cosmic cat and it's not like the fucking cartoons that you see when people are tripping on acid. It's, yeah. It was just like a very loose kind of association. We just all laughed our asses off and said we're now the Cosmic Cat religion. And <laughs> great, we've made a whole like group text about it. It's fucking hilarious. But um, I love that, dude. That's some good. That's some good. Uh, oh yeah, camaraderie right there. My okay. one buddy said he, uh, he he started melting into the uh, chair that he was sitting in, which in, I thought was very way. funny. No, in a bad way. He started going down the bad trip, so we had to like remove him from the chair but he was stiff as a board and he was like I'm the chair <laughs> but my favorite I'm the chair he's like it's too late I'm the chair my favorite thing is each person is different my one buddy gets like super protective and zen on it I get wild like yeah. I either get I get really quiet and then I'll just have these wild bursts of energy and I'll be like Woo-hoo! and but otherwise I'll just start laughing at people and my my other buddy is uh so fucking talkative on mushrooms. It's insane. Really? Oh my god. He won't shut up. And he goes he's like, spiders don't care, care about dollars. And I'm like, What? <laughs> oh my god. We're three hours deep on this. <laughs> that shocked you. And, <laughs> and I was like, What do you what do you mean? He's like, think about it. They don't. And I was they like just crawl around? They don't give a fuck about Good dollars. Point. And I'm like, fuck dude, that's oh shit. High thoughts. <laughs> my uh, You're right though, bro. <laughs>
0: This is kind of, this is not unrelated, but a friend of mine has done DMT, which Ooh. is oh, somewhat yeah. related. Um, Very close, yeah. I'm not positive it has the same benefits. I have no, literally no idea. But yeah. point being, it's crazy, funny story. He said he took DMT, and what I've understood of that drug, it's you lose your sense you of death. self. Yeah. Um, you just become whatever oh is going to happen. Oh, my God.
1: Um, I can't imagine. That's why. Ugh.
0: I mean, it, yeah. If if you you can think of it in a positive fashion, but I could also for sure. See I how just that can't not actually be fun. I
1: can't actually like think fathom about it. it. Yeah, I can't fathom.
0: But he uh, he took it and he said <laughs> he said that he became a nitrogen molecule. Oh my! Whoa! And he wasn't he wasn't like so and so the nitrogen molecule. He was just the a molecule. nitrogen molecule, and he went through the entire photosynthesis process. So he says, and. You- he said that now, just coincidentally, there's no rhyme or reason why it happens, but every once in a while, he'll look like at this table and he'll be like, oh, there's my friend, Oxygen. Oh, my God. Just like every once in a That's while, it's like, kind of come back to him where he's like, yeah, I remember like having a friend I that mean, was
2: Oxygen. This, this is not in any way, shape, or form discarding a friend, but do you yeah. think that he kind of lost it after doing that? No, he's an incredibly smart, smart human being. Yeah, one of the smartest people I know. So. I, do I know him? maybe i can't trust any of my friends that say that shit yeah after that when they're like oh yeah now i can now i like see into the fucking fifth dimension i'm like i I i'm so doubtful yeah even unless it's my experience i'm just i'm such a hater for some reason
1: no that makes sense it's so it's so it's just hard to fathom
2: yeah it's
1: wild or they're tripping out and they think
0: yeah yeah, now it's just weird. It's you can't like. He wasn't trying to like convert me or like yeah. prove anything to me. It was, which is why I believe him. It was just a story, totally. and then that was it. And I mean, they had people but, had the wildest experiences on DMT. You know, That's life changing. Like your friend, like. Well, that was the uh, I've heard that story on Rogan. I can't remember who who it was, but someone took DMT, and it's about what like 10, 15 minutes in yeah, real so, life but it feels like an eternity and yeah he said he had a, fan, a whole family he lived he was in a situation for 2 it's years the like rick and morty episode yeah. oh Jesus. oh i remember that yeah. yeah he like he had children with a woman oh God. and like another family and then when he woke up or whatever you want to say he for literally was like it was like 10 minutes it and he was like where is my kids oh and like <laughs> i think he eventually Got out of it. Grasped reality, but Oof. like, it's like that, that Nicolas
2: out. Cage movie, The Family National Man. National Treasure. Oh. Right. Oh yeah, the Family Man. <laughs> what if that was based on the DMT trip, the Family oh, Man?
1: Kinda was. Oh my god. What if National Treasure was was based on a DMT trip? Like
2: how many how many movies? I mean, we got like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Alice in Wonderland and any fucking uh Johnny Depp movie in general. Pirates of the Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> anything. Kinda. Kinda, yeah. Kinda, like kinda. Peter Pan, like all yeah. these all these like old stories were based on like acid trips and trips, shit like yeah. that.
0: That's really not out of the
2: question. Yeah, I no, want to know like how they many. They have to be. Yeah.
0: Alice in
1: Wonderland, oh, a million percent. Yeah. Like, how? What do you? Th- what, what? Where do you come up with that? Acid. Acid. Oh, it's so. National crazy.
2: Treasure. Acid. Two. Star Wars. Acid.
1: I also do want to say National Treasure one and two. I'm a huge. McMillions
2: the documentary. Acid. <laughs> I was just, I was trying to think of like. <laughs> no, hold
1: on. Hold on. I don't want, I don't want to just fucking roll over National Treasure like that.
2: Okay, National Treasure. Acid.
1: Hold on. A fantastic movie. Made a lot of money, by the way. Made hundreds of millions.
2: Made on acid.
1: So we. <laughs> you guys don't fucking get Nicolas Cage, dude. Dude. No, I. Nicolas no, no, no. Cage
2: peaked on that movie. I understand sure. like Nicolas the Cage pe- peak of his career. Nicolas
1: Cage, people like are like, oh, Nicolas Cage was shitty movies. Nicolas Cage, the fact that you can do. Everything. Yeah, but the fact that you can do, like, a... a you can. Be Nic- you can act like you're Nicolas Cage and do like a whole impersonation of him means that he has a thing. Mm-hmm. He's got that thing.
0: Listen, yeah. we've, we've talked about this before, you and I, I don't know it's if you know about this, actor. but if, for anyone watching, the bees, all want- the bees are in my eyes. Ah! We're done here. That was a pretty <laughs> solid. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. If you want, if you want like yeah. a half an hour of pure enjoyment, go on, go on the internet and look up what Nicolas Cage blew his fortune on and it is fucking unfathomable. I'm, I'm what? I'm
2: 100 doing that after this. I don't.
0: I don't. I don't want to ruin the experience for you. But one of the things he bought. Yeah, just give one. Is either two or three cobras for protection. And that it's
2: acid.
1: It was, <laughs> I'll, I'll add one thing to that.
0: He yes. bought a in a
1: uh, Egyptian stone scroll. Yep. He also owns multiple haunted houses. Uh,
2: Dude, i think i up. might actually be nicholas cage because those are all things that i legitimately want the
0: snake one really
2: gets me because it's
0: one thing for like protection. buying snakes is not out of the question obviously
2: They're cool. but like that's... he just releases them in his yard and then he's like tells his guests so uh, no, be careful I there really, might no, be i snake. swear to god
0: i think his bodyguards like probably at the height of national treasure when he was super famous would literally carry around snake cages and they'd be like, yeah, don't fuck with Nicholas, because like we will <laughs> release this cobra on you. I would just can you ha- imagine how crazy is that? <laughs> the,
2: the most ridiculous way to protect yourself, rather than like a gun with a, a security guard with a gun, right? Yeah. he's like, no, 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 hold on, I gotta grab my snake. Rob <laughs> me in a second. <laughs> Robin also yeah like the
0: bodyguards were probably huge. So it's like if he ran into a problem like the bodyguards are going to take the time to like right. handle the snake and get it's it out. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, he's
2: a,
1: he's an interesting guy dude and, do,
2: it's so crazy. Yeah. Do do you think that uh Nicolas Cage's new movie that's similar to being John Malkovich where there's a bunch of John Malkovichs but Nicolas Cage is playing himself. We were, in a I read new about this. I read about the movie. This. Yep. is going to be fucking amazing or what?
1: Uh 100% anyway. and I will see it the first day it comes out. Absolutely. Because I'm a huge fan but if even if I wasn't dude I would see that. It sounds so interesting.
2: Dude, I don't even know what to expect but I'm like it's going to be right. he's going to win an Oscar. I'm so. He's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> it's going to be so wild. He is so due for an Oscar. The dude just cranks out Terrible and great shit all at the same. <laughs> well, time. Well, the whole reason he cranked out a bunch of terrible shit and had to like, pay those bills for all the things that he bought. That's
1: what it was. <laughs> I'm not what it was. kidding.
2: Really? It's oh like became, What
1: was that movie where he had the? He became the superhero with the head on fire, the skull. on Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh, oh, ghost Rider. Yeah. He he did like a. I mean, that actually wasn't that bad. But he did. Yeah, I
2: enjoyed the first. A one.
1: bunch like that. Yeah. In a row and like even like ch- like cheaper movies. And, yeah. And did
2: you guys see Mandy that he was in? Yes. I loved the aesthetic of the movie. The great movie was aesthetic. So fucking terrible. Is it a pedophile movie? Uh, he, no, maybe it was the one where it was like he, his wife goes missing and she gets dragged into this demonic uh, motorcycle gang and not that, oh not God, what dude. I'm thinking dude, of. It's so fucking I ridiculous. Think, I'm thinking
1: of the movie Hard Candy.
2: Hard? I've never uh, seen it. I've never seen that one.
1: Basically, I, I don't even think he's in it. But <laughs> uh, this, this, Star this, Wars, this, this pedophile basically like captures his girl. Yeah, and then he has her in the house. He's about to do some shit to her, and she just fucking fucks him up, and it's awesome.
2: That's great. Yeah, it's cool. That sounds dope. I have it's, to write it's, that down. It's
1: hard to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of a
2: lot of uncomfortable scenes that you see. A lot of shit she does to him. It's, Ooh. damn. Uh,
0: yeah, it's just you really got to look. We'll look it up after this. It's hilarious the things that he bought. But, yeah, um, I'm so gonna do that. Um, I cannot wait. Not to change gears quickly. How is how is your quarantine
2: been? Quarantine's been surprisingly good. Um, I. Uh, there's a few things that have that have been interesting. I booked the biggest movie I've ever booked in my life. Really, congrats! Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm super stoked about it. I can't say what it is yet. Great. Um, I know what it is. You do know what it is. I do. I totally we share do.
1: acting manager. That is right. Yes, yeah, I'm excited. And Very excited. And I and I know all the details. And it's dude. Very large, and it will change your life, bro. It's
2: 100%. I, my life Congrats, will never be awesome after this. this yeah. exciting. It's exciting. I hope that the studio doesn't come down and be like, All right, we heard you talking about mushrooms on the, on the balcony podcast that we love, <laughs> right? Fucker, is your penis outer in? Is you it only... outer in? We gotta know, we got a new scene coming up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> never
0: mind, I know, I know. <laughs> I had a
2: bunch of jokes too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I'll save them for after. No, no, save them for now. You don't want to hear it. All right, fine. Just, no one else wants uh, to hear well, it either. Yeah, so it's been good. I mean, uh, but also it's given me a lot of time to reflect and like clear out physically my life and emotionally a lot of things that were unimportant that Mm -hmm. I was caring about. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a family member that passed away in the midst of quarantine. I'm sorry. uh, And it was shitty. They're older, so we kind of expected it. He'd fallen. It was my grandfather. He'd fallen and broken his neck and nose and uh, went into the hospital, which is like awful. Yeah. This was three weeks ago. Um, and so we were all kind of like prepped for that moment. And then he passed away about a week and a half ago. We had the the funeral on FaceTime, which was very surreal. And like, dude, I'm sorry, man. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's awful. But I think it's something that's important to talk about. And for, you know, whenever you do post this podcast that people need to understand that it's okay to talk about, you know, death, because that's a very relevant thing right now. Sure. 100%. Dude, there's more people dying than if this wasn't a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that gave me a lot of perspective on like having a lot more, like you, you automatically have empathy for anybody that has somebody that passes away. Yeah. But I think something else to talk about for people that don't know what to do or what to say is, is ask them rather than, Hey man, did that suck? You go, well, yeah, fucking duh, duh, (laughs) fucking suck, you dummy. Yeah. But ask, I think a conversation starter for people that if you want to have a conversation there and feel empathetic towards them, try and ask them who they were as a person. What's your favorite memory? Oof. What's your worst memory? What's a memory that you have that you love and, and enjoy? Um, Not how's, how
1: it is, does
2: it feel? Yeah, does it yeah. suck?
1: Does it suck that he's dead? Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's and, such a good way to look at it, dude. Right. And yeah. it,
2: it, it opens up the conversation without either party feeling like, they have nothing to talk about or say. Because I feel desperately uncomfortable bringing it up to friends. Yeah. Because nobody knows how to talk about it. and becomes this fucking downer of a conversation. And it is. Like, I, I still, like, it'll hit me in waves. I'll just start crying about it and be like, I just lost my grandpa. Yeah. Girl, I, yeah. It's, I know. Uh, yeah. Did, have you lost somebody as well?
1: I, I lost both my grandpas. I was, yeah. I was, it, it's been probably 10 years now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. it Like, yeah. after a while, um... You know, everything gets better after a while, but totally. But after a couple weeks, it'd be fine for like three days, and then I'd be like, "Oh, fuck,
2: he's not there." Yeah. Fuck. You just you just have this moment of like, yeah. Yeah. You can and it, never, pa- it passes. Everyone never hug passes. him. Never talk to him again. Yeah. It's all that. Fucking brutal. Yeah, it's savage and it sucks, but I think it is important to talk about because people are losing loved ones every day right now. What is your favorite memory you have with your grandfather? Uh, I have a few random ones. We. My grandfather Give me a, a funny funny one. Okay. Uh my grandfather just to context he was fairly intense. He was very angry. Like he, <laughs> he I, I say this in the kindest of ways because we're remembering him for what he was not yeah anyways. He he was he was fairly abusive for, to my dad and his brothers. Uh but as he got That's older true. he became less physically aggressive and more emotionally just aggressive. And but he was so, like, pretty solid to us grandkids. Like, he always he always had the caramel candies that, you, you, you know, old people always gave you. you know? <laughs> of I, course. I, why the fuck did their whole generation have caramel candies? That's what I want to know. So, where are they getting them? Where <laughs> the fuck? I can't find them anywhere, man. <laughs> I wasn't just, really that mad. I kind of like those. Dude, I love those rings. things. They're, so um, good.
1: They're, warm. <laughs> they're warm.
2: They're warm. They're just, warm. like, in
1: their, my grandma's
2: purse. All the time. Now nah, he always had it in his pocket, so I knew it was, like, hella warm. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was heavy. Um, <laughs> oh, God. He was severely obese, uh, but he, one of my favorite memories was, this is as a cumulative thing. He took me to McDonald's breakfast and Jack in the box breakfast all the time. Fast Ooh. food. We weren't allowed to have fast food as kids, but he um, always knew he wanted it. Yeah. And he ate it every day for every meal. And he took us there. And I, I loved going there with my grandpa to have, you know, fast food, like a breakfast yeah, sandwich dude, from like McDonald's. A, it was like a little cheat. Yeah. Yeah. It was an experience. Yeah. It was like Disneyland with grandpa, you know? Right, yeah. And I got to ha- I get to keep that memory. And one of my scariest memories of him, which is hysterical now, uh, was we were airsofting in our shops on the farm. Me and like five or six buddies, and he walks in, in the middle of us airsofting on a weekend when everybody's supposed to be gone. He goes, "What the hell are you guys doing in here?" And I go, hey, "Grandpa, we're airsofting." Uh, and I go, "What are you up to, you old fart?" And he <laughs> For some reason that comment got him ragingly mad. <laughs> Enraged. And I was like, oh, be cool your friends. dude, a hundred percent. And he was yeah. like, Fuck you, you disrespectful, you piece of shit. Get the fuck over here. And I'm like thirteen at this point. I'm like, right. Oh shit, grandpa's gonna kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I start hauling ass. I've never seen a three hundred and fifty pound man run so 350? fast. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, he's a big dude. He was, oh, he you're was dead if he catches too. Yeah, oh for sure. He was he was round. Um <laughs> And he was—he lost a few inches of height as the older he got and the wider he got.
1: Right, you kinda, yeah, like yeah.
2: Oof, poor guy. I feel bad. I feel terrible, but he peace, man. fucking sprinted. I'd never seen him jog, more let alone waddle. And he sprinted his fucking ass off to try and beat the shit out of me. He and ran it away. was, Oh, I was booking. I was hauling cheeks. And my friends were like, run! <laughs> and I, find, I sprinted, and I barely made it into the house, which was adjacent to the shops. Locked the door, and I just hear him, bang, 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 bang. Get your fucking ass out here. And I'm like, oh, grandpa, no! <laughs> and I call my dad. Oh, my, my dad, God. Like, God. He's like, where is he? And mind you, (laughs) he has real experiences of this and he hauls ass back to the house. What was like, what was if normally like a 15 minute drive was like a 30 second drive for him. (laughs) And he jumps out of the car and he he fucking cusses his his dad out. He's like, get the fuck off of my property. I'll fucking beat the shit out of you. You ever come at my family again? And I was like, oh, (laughs) this is wild. (laughs) 13 year old me. Uh, but Oh yeah, dude, that's a great story. It's great. It's and, wild. Oh my god. It's just but that's hysterical to me now because like I was a piece of little shit, you know. Right. He he's and, and they and he's old, man. From a different time. Oh bro. But
1: like, you know, I still he think was, people need to respect their elders, but like yeah. especially then.
2: He was eighteen in, in, in Germany in a tank, you know. Oh, so, like, uh, what the fuck do I know about hard right, times? Yeah. And, like, you know, that was scary for me as a little kid. But also, like, I have to take context of him, like, having a totally different life than, That's any, very true. than any of that. Yeah.
0: That's a really mature mindset, honestly. Like, it's yeah. super cool that, um, yeah, I think... I, fortunately, I haven't lost someone in a while but like I think it's it's a there should be some celebration you know and some yeah. and an open conversation Absolutely. about that kind of stuff. It shouldn't just be like oh, this dear, awkward should, like oh, shitty yeah. like don't, you said. Don't
2: be afraid to talk about the yeah. the good shit and the bad shit cuz right. it's life. We're human, man. It fucking yeah. sucks and it's great. A uh, quick little thing is
1: where I actually first learned to like kind of like understand death and just understand like yeah. it's not like the end of my life even was I worked in a like a nursing home. I was uh, Oh wow. How
2: dude, was yeah. that?
1: Uh, I loved it. I I well, I hated the work, I loved the people. I would serve food and then like wash plates and it was horrible. It was after high school, one of my weird like kind of doing music, kind of working jobs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Classic.
1: Um I actually ended up getting fired because I would sit and just talk to the patients and people about Elvis and
2: Wait, did, did any of them have like real life experiences with elvis oh
1: dude we i had this oh dude oh my god this this lady rose who passed away um she was she actually ripped me up because I, I like became kind of close with her in there um but she like went to an elvis concert in 1956 wow like the oh. height like right when he was blowing up and i was just when like he was jiggling his was hips like, oh dude <laughs> and she was like it was crazy because like before elvis You know, people went to a concert and they sat in a seat and they watched a show. Oh, yeah. And they clapped. This is the first time that people stood up at a concert. Before this, people weren't standing up at a concert unless, and she's literally like, unless you're at like African American shows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Back when they used to be like, big time. Fucking. Where they invented so so much dance and like so much music. And
1: Elvis came from, you know, I can get into Elvis all day, but Elvis came, like, Elvis used to sneak out of his white church and go into a black church and, Smart right man yeah oh yeah And that's where he learned a lot and uh she's she's like everybody started getting out of their seats and rushing to the stage and people thought that there was like a fire drill happening and elvis just kept wow. playing and she's like so i got up and i was i was like 17 years old i went to the stage and i was screaming uh and, and i touched elvis's shoe Woo. and i was like she hasn't
2: sh-. washed that hand up till that point Bro, <laughs> i
1: was sitting here just like dialed in just goosebumps all over my body yeah listening um I had a bunch of stories like that with those people, but, but you know, we get close to these people and then they would, they would pass away cause they would be yeah. sick or some some would leave. Some would like get better and leave, but some wouldn't. Yeah. And that was where I like learned. I was like, it's good to just like rem- celebrate them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a weird side story,
2: but no, I no, think no, that's great. important. I think yeah. like literally that, that conversation alone is, is important cause it's, you're remembering the fact that she had this beautiful moment with like Elvis in her own life, where it was rebellious and fun. And yeah, he was a kid, and
1: that was a fire drill. That's the coolest yeah. part in the world. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that's that's why I think it's important to ask people, "What's your favorite memory of that person, or what's what's the coolest story you have with them, or without them, or that you got to talk to them about, or anything? And what's your worst memory, or anything like that that stirs up some sort of fun emotion? Yeah, dude. You know, totally. Yeah. That's so rad, but very cool. I don't think he ever tried any mushrooms though, so that's that's what I'm a little disappointed about. Elvis? Who, Elvis? No, me, my grandpa. Oh, <laughs> probably should have. I gotta. I I legitimately want to. If you get, do enough, you could do. You could see him again. Ooh, plot twist! The plot thickens, friends. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe some Obi One. Obi One Kenobi Ghost Force shit. Yeah, dude. Let's fucking get or real with that. you can actually interact and. Dude, I'm dude. Th- I'm interested. I'm just
1: saying. I'm I, curious. There's some real. There's some real.
2: Yeah, some real crazy stuff that could happen, dude. I think I want to have both of you over the next time I I medically life. Em, embrace my uh, shroom tech health shroom tech. and my brain recovery. Yeah, because I had brain damage. You fuckers that think this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I wanna I wanna introduce you to uh, the shroom life, Mister Shrooms. I'm yeah. incredibly interested. <laughs> it would be so much fun. I've I've legitimately never had a truly bad experience. Like I've gone to the ER for panic panic attacks on weed, but. I, that, I can't sorry, recommend I enough. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's the one of the main reasons that I'm
0: nervous about it is panic attack. I've had we that. share that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had that before, and that was yeah. Begging my friend to take me to the hospital was On less weed. than enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks. But yeah. um, I think I'm a I'm a more Mature and experienced person now. Since yeah, that National so, Treasure,
1: so. Shrooms, we'll do it all, <laughs> dude. We'll you name
2: it. Oh, that'd be great to watch. That would be great. It would really oh. make you believe there's some secret shit happening, though. Dude, there is. I'm 100 oh, no, positive there's the secret shit happening. Yo, oh, it was another side segue. to a secret shit. Have you guys been following this whole QAnon thing uh, in the deep state government shit? That no. a little bit. Oh, it's so. Uh, it's. I, I'm sorry for anybody that follows this. You're full of trash. Um, <laughs> i have i have very close family members and friends that think it's very real but SparkNotes version there's a a reddit subreddit forum uh writer literally already out literally <laughs> already out Go fucking so going. fucking ridiculous but by the way a large swath of the population believes this and buys into it
1: wait that covid was started by okay so i have heard of that
2: okay so QAnon is actually JFK Jr. He survived the plane crash, and somehow, even in his older age, is a very adept uh, computer user, um, unlike my grandparents, who couldn't fucking type a keyboard if you put it in front of them and taught them an entire course on it. (laughs) Right? And he knows Reddit, which is even better in 4chan. (laughs) Um, But he started a whole subreddit forum, and uh, he's in the deep state with uh, Donald Trump and uh, Jeffrey Epstein... Back yes. in 9/11, yes, um, made a get <laughs> a sacred, <laughs> a sacred pact with somebody, and they created the COVID-19 virus. That if he was ever to die, they would release it, and then uh, that was released against the Clintons and everybody else.
0: Well, we just talked. We were just talking about this earlier today.
2: It's so bullshit, we but I talking love talking about, about it, dude. It's,
0: yeah, it's hot ass yeah. trash. It's cr-
1: it's just like.
2: I That's cannot some get enough bored
1: twenty seven year old dude
2: and dude. it's it's my fucking Washington I have an <laughs> uncle I have an uncle who's deep on this he's fifty bro, and there's a whole group of people it's all the conspiracy theorists the people that think we're it's the the apocalypse this year. we're just experiencing for the first time what third world gun- countries go through all the time
1: yeah, bro, and also we're experiencing what third world countries go through plus we have Twitter.
2: Yeah, exactly. We have Fox News. And mm-hmm. we have all the news. No, we, we, by the way, we don't even have it that bad. I mean, it's terrible. I'm the, I'm not delineating right. the awfulness of this virus and what it's done to everyone around the world. But can you imagine being around during the black plague, right? Yeah, It's just Where it, Spanish flu anything. It, it, the black plague was it killed off a third of the world's population. It's not like one 2%, literally <laughs> one of us would be dead. On top of that, uh, what would it be, like almost three billion people? When When
1: is too soon to make a Black Plague joke?
2: Not, s- not, not soon enough. Like,
0: y- you're right.
2: Right what, away. What would be the Black Plague joke?
1: I don't know. I, just, I just thought it's... Uh, it's funny in my mind that the Black Plague is still too soon to make a joke about, but it was, <laughs> right. like,
2: what, 1400s? Yeah, 1400s for sure. Everybody's like, I remember that. And you're like, what? Well, I think it's both
0: of what you guys kind of are saying. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. Yeah. And... I have i, I know a guy, and he he believes a lot of things that I don't agree with. Yeah, and the I don't care, like I really don't. Yeah. But the Who thing that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, that. seriously, what's his name in social have, security? I Do have you have his, his phone number?
0: I have his uh, address,
2: and uh, we can go. We can put a hit out on him. <laughs> okay. We have Perfect. cobras. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get, We need national treasure money. <laughs> no, but he uh, again, We we don't agree on a lot of things, and yeah. he, he's a great friend of mine. But what I don't agree with is his need to shove it down my throat at all costs. See, that's awful. And that's wrong
1: on literally every front. Yeah,
0: and like and that's where that's just because I've experienced that, that's like one of the things that really rubs me the wrong way. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like I really don't care. Like I yeah. mean, as long as you're not hurting people,
2: yeah. you know, like
0: yeah, you sh- you sh- you have your beliefs, you have your thoughts, like that's mm-hmm. truly really awesome. But just because I don't believe what you believe doesn't mean that you have to like berate me every time we see each other yeah. about the fact that I like this you know.
1: certain human for president. Right. Or I mean
0: it's yeah, it's usually political and religious or whatever.
2: Yeah. But like also uh, here's here's something that sucks. I have a lot of friends that are that are Democratic and a lot of friends that are Republican. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not give a flying fuck either right. party. Right. Yeah, I care about you as an individual. It's weird that anybody would ever also, it's so weird to me, dude. I have friends that are Republican that they—it's like they're fucking—they got death threats on them practically in L.A. I know they yeah. cannot say a fucking thing, and and it's weird because my my very like high like left wing very left wing liberal friends will like crucify those people. But anything outside of politics, both of these people hang out all the time. Yeah. they never t- talk about politics because they were It's it's so divisive, and I'm like, why though? I had a friend's mom who was like
1: who refused, refused to go see, like we wanted to go see, I forget which Mark Ruffalo movie it was, but a Mark Ruffalo movie. It was like, I think actually think it was the Hulk. Mm -hmm. And she refused because he was mega,
2: Left wing, left. He's mega
1: left wing, yeah. And My, I remember thinking, like, but just watch some movie, yeah. Right. He doesn't talk about politics in the movie, just watch a movie. No <laughs> once. I remember, like, literally being 12 and being like, just watch, just like, you just don't think about it, just watch a movie, yeah. Just do it. Like, well, I can't support that. And I'm like, you're not really, though, like, you're right, yeah. like, it's the Hulk,
2: yeah. You're not supporting you, yeah. You support fucking Starbucks and they have like practically child slave labor in China, I mean, like. Uh, I don't know if they do or not but like Apple <laughs> does. Okay, you have your little iPhone, you got your AirPods. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like they have nets around their building because people commit suicide out of their building. Like that's awful. I just heard about that actually too. Yeah, that's insane. too that's it's terrible. Crazy. But yet you go support them because they're an American company and uh, da, da, da. I'm like right. we we make excuses for everything that we There's want. There's a lot
0: of hypocrisy involved with it too, I, just, I is,
2: was just agreeing to your point where I
1: remember like at a young age I was like I just want to see the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Literally, that's the, the whole that's all I want to do. principle of my thought was I just want to see the Hulk. I don't care yeah. if he likes this guy or that person. Yeah, it, just, it, yeah. it
0: doesn't make any sense to me. I can go on forever about this, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like the, the lack of being a good person. Like, I don't even know how to, to say it better than that. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't want to tell the whole story, but just like the, the certain situation, it was just like, okay, we're at a bar, we're having drinks. I'm trying to enjoy your company. Let's just be friends. But like, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know,
2: and it's Weird, just like this, a, a And you have to it. agree with me, otherwise we can't be friends. It's such a legitimate part of our friendship.
1: but you'll yeah. never discuss ever.
0: It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, yeah we could talk about that forever. But I,
2: I, I like the idea of open confrontation. I'd rather have Yeah, honest confrontation mm-hmm. than dishonest harmony. And I actually heard that from Ooh. Rogan, who mm-hmm. I have to give him credit for because I did not invent that line, but it's so perfectly, like, I would rather have the truth, but I would, I, I'm i very comfortable in disagreeing with each other mm-hmm. and being like, hey, that's okay. A million percent. Yeah. I disagree on things with 90% of people in general.
0: I think you're a shitty person. So yeah. That's, that's you know, just, <laughs> yeah. fuck, well, fuck <laughs> you then, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I totally no, agree with you. I totally it's agree like,
2: it's disagreement and disharmony uh, is kind of what makes the world, the world in general and beautiful and eclectic. And yeah, you know, if there wasn't, you know, different cultures and different styles and people are right. like, I don't like that style. I'm going to make my own. We wouldn't have what we have today. God, that's exactly, I mean, I was
0: literally with you said that cause that, that my thoughts went to music on that, yeah. you know, I mean, can I didn't even know like the birth of jazz, the way that jazz started was in new Orleans because there was just, it was just the melting pot of people. That's where people move yeah. from Africa, South America and stuff like France, that from right. everywhere. Yeah, and Sandra. they, that's just, that's
2: how that style of music was born. Oh God. Just, Don't get me started New Orleans. I'll talk dude, about New Orleans all day. I, I, and jazz like made America what it is today. I just, it's literally, it, I
0: mean, it's, yeah, it's America's, it's and then the once again, first.
2: every music evolved from that.
1: I was just going to say like, take like, like we were talking about Elvis earlier. Mm-hmm. Elvis is just a blend of country, rock and roll, which he created, is a is a blend of rhythm, country, rhythm and blues, and rhythm and blues, jazz, yeah. mm-hmm. every other subgenre put yeah. together.
2: Fat <sighs> and then sped up. So dope, so dope. Yeah, yeah so that. cool.
0: Yeah,
1: jazz is like the the, the truth. Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: It's wild. I mean, that's what I went to school for, and it's wild to learn like the the real history behind it. When you when you mm-hmm. think about people sense. that we like now, yeah. you know, and I mean. Harry Connick Jr. is a perfect example. You know? Oh, totally. right. right. As a just, yeah, someone who knows the history and knows the lineage and pays respects to that too That's through his playing, good. which is just
1: literally cool. talks about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: super cool. Yeah. Um, well, we, we, this we've been doing our, This it.
1: is probably our longest podcast we've ever done, but it's been, I could literally talk all night. This has yeah. been so much fun, dude.
0: Dude, you guys are you I guys have, great. I have two questions for you. Okay. And, I'm going to regret asking this question just because I feel like it's going to spark another half an hour of conversation. But I thought about this earlier. Uh, You, well, you apparently have booked a huge, awesome role. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. Um, Dream role
2: for you Luke Luke Skywalker in Star Wars.
0: Or realistic
2: dream dream role. Why is that? A, that's Revan, super? What's realistic. done? Revan, no, the they'll old, redo it. Revan in the Old Republic. Oh, they could. And so I, I want to write that and be a part okay. of that, and I want to do that with Star Wars. But then also, dream role would be to sorry, realistic dream role. Like it sounded super mean. Yeah. I didn't think realistic. You way. piece <laughs> of shit. You're never going <laughs> to book anything. <laughs> Trash your dreams, you piece of crap. <laughs> no, I think the Revan storyline would awesome. be something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, nice. Or, anything, anything Avengers related at this point, or. Uh, star wars you know in that lineage of stuff and Steel- steven spielberg with christopher nolan any of those like heroes of mine
0: right i have another question mm-hmm. after that great answer by the way yeah um so we have we have a segment of the show uh that we like to call the drunk chronicles mm-hmm. and i don't I, would you be interested in coming back and just getting hammered and talking for if I
2: can bring my peanut butter whiskey, I'm so fucking game to do it. Oh, that.
1: dude, yeah, that's we, we it's it's probably the f- it's like v- even looser than this, which is hard to believe. But wow, it's just,
2: just put
1: our alcohol here and we drink it and we get drunk and by the end we don't know what we're saying anymore. That's yeah. fucking great. It's that's, that's
2: I'm super <laughs> interested in listening and hearing that. It's we go we go wild. editing on that is going to be yeah truly unreal. A We've done one episode, um. <laughs> <and it's>
0: atrocious. <laughs> um, last question. Yeah for both you guys mm-hmm. and for myself one word
2: to describe your day today boners wow very quick yeah actually I didn't have a single one but i just thought that would be re- like a great response
1: was yeah uh cloudy
2: mm-hmm.
1: not 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 a bad or a good way yeah
0: just cloudy Wait, hold on give some reason behind boners
2: it's the most stupid answer I could possibly think of and that it just Fair instantly answer. came to my head. I was like, that's so stupid.
1: It's the most famous answer we've ever had on this yeah, podcast. Thank dude. you. Yeah. Super honest.
0: Uh for me, honestly productive so bad. Do <laughs> that's what I say every He's time. Highly productive, <laughs> Gary Vee. You can do it, man. Just go ahead and double down on that. You know what? It doesn't
2: you start a podcast and everybody's gonna be famous and listening to you, man.
1: Gary Vee's advice.
2: Just do it. Just do, something, it. Something do it. do it. <laughs> just fucking do it, man. Okay, but what do i do what do i do, I I do, do it? just do it you just gotta, you gotta go, go out bed. there and do it get up 6am grind grind you, you go to bed <laughs> you, grind. you grind you grind 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 don't go to college drop out grind 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 it's so like, production like,
0: wake up at 6am grind go to bed grind what <laughs>
2: but but gary like what what are the steps what are the steps what just do you grind. think the logical steps are there you know them you think people that are grinding ask what the steps are <laughs> they just do it you don't ask questions famous people shut up <laughs> How do no, you, you think you got famous? Welcome love, to 6am grind. grind.
0: I, <laughs> I love,
1: also love Gary Vee. I do too. I like Gary Vee. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that like people are like, yeah, okay, like I want to be successful. Want to be successful? Then do it. Just fucking do it.
2: Why Want to be famous? <laughs> then do
1: it. But like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm super motivated. But like, how do I do it? You gotta get up before everybody else. You grind. You go to bed. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. Or I'll get up early. But then like, how do I? I work hard. You got to do it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, okay joke so I want forever. It just it's endless. How do I how do I trade stocks? Do it. <laughs> how do I uh how do I go ahead and make a YouTube video? Film it! How, how do I how do I become a chef? Cook it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's hear your, your let's hear your one word answer. Uh, not productive. I'm going to go with happy. I, like yes. I had a good day today.
0: Yeah, same. It was and uh it's funny we talked about this a bunch too, but just with uh this weird quarantine thing. It's funny how when I know that we're gonna do a podcast and we have we we have, mm-hmm. like I have something to look forward to, my yeah. day becomes very much
1: regimented. It, I have yeah. a structure For and once, I like
0: I feel that's why I always say productive. because I feel
2: super productive because I'm like yeah I gotta yeah. go to you know I gotta you guess you guess have this time. To get up out of bed. And yeah, so I had a good day today. But all right, I wanna I wanna end with all one statement from each of you and. One thing that, if you could give somebody a piece of advice, that is not just "do it." <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> uh, to achieve their dreams of something they want to do, what is the most important information that you've been given?
1: Uh, reach out and continuing and continue to reach out, whether that's phone calls, Instagram DMs, emails. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to reach out because yep. people aren't going to hate you like you think. Yeah, people are very flattered to get reached out to. I've made mm-hmm. my the best relationships and the best friends that I have, uh, music and in just in life through Instagram DMs. That's wild. That's dope. yeah. My, I, my, I
2: reached out to Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. Did so you
1: respond? Yeah, uh, dude. People respond. Like that's yeah, wild. You'd be surprised that people like the massive celebrities that have responded.
0: Yeah,
2: oh, dude.
1: And just people that I look up to and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like people like to be. Yeah, you know, looked up to and like yeah. to help out. Totally. More than you'd think. And the people who don't, who fucking cares?
2: Yeah, absolutely. They're not going
1: to hate you. They'll just be like, yeah, I don't feel like responding."
2: No, I think that's big. Yeah,
0: reach out. I like that. You unfortunately literally stole my answer. (laughs) But no, I was thinking about this earlier when uh, when you were first telling kind of where you come from. um, You know, you just applied to all these. And you you called a million different people. You applied to a million different things. And then you said like how you just called a bunch of restaurants. And I did the same thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm super successful by any means. But like. Yeah, it's you. You just have to try, and you just have to yeah. not be scared of of trying. Um, I've said this I probably said this on this podcast, probably the episode where we got hammered. But um, I remember this when I was in college. Like there was a class where you had to you had to call somebody that was doing something in your field. It was mm-hmm. obviously musically related for me, yeah. but just call someone and interview them to ask how they got to where they're at and yeah the majority of the class was terrified yeah to pick up the phone and call somebody mm-hmm. and i was just like i don't like it didn't and it didn't register with me luckily yeah. but um what did register was i just didn't get why that would be a thing it's yeah. like you're in the music industry you're in the self-employed industry yeah, like absolutely how do you think you're gonna get anywhere without if you're afraid to pick up the phone and yeah. call somebody pick it up and And yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's funny that we all three had similar experiences like that. um, Yeah, because I think there is so much. And it's like what Spencer just said. I mean, the way I always think about it is that if you if you try it and it doesn't happen, then you're literally in the exact same place. If you didn't try, you know, assuming that you don't like threaten these. people,
1: It (laughs) wouldn't be Wins Lunch without one long winded answer. uh, Yeah, that's true. That's my MO is I talk for forever. But I I love I love listening to it. (laughs) Yeah. I love. No, I mean, I, I.
0: That's you have,
1: Yeah, that that was my whole thing with you moving out to LA was. Yeah. Worst case scenario, year goes by, you fucking hate it, you move back, same shit. Mm-hmm. You're back in LA I mean, doing and, the same shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the way that we Absolutely. I
0: started playing for Spencer is kind of that exact story. Like the very convoluted way that we got to got together and became friends and and bandmates is. Is just a weird stretch of emails and phone calls that if I wouldn't have been willing to do, you know, then I literally would be here. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. And I and wow. there, and the reason I, it sounds like trivial, but it was at, around that time that the people were too scared to pick up the phone, and I was just wow. like, "This is hey, literally a tangible so cool. example of yeah. like what can happen Absolutely. if you're just crazy. willing to try." You know, I like that, and so yeah, I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna do mushrooms
2: and get drunk. What's yours? I can't wait. Oh, yeah. One, uh, piece, one piece. One piece of advice is um, my biggest pet peeve is wasted potential. And so when I see people that are the most creative fuckers on the world and they cannot get it together and they won't even try anymore, mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Michael Jordan. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Wayne, sorry. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, Sc- Wayne Scottsky. <laughs> but I, I I'm such a big advocate of people putting themselves out there and know that you are going to get turned down ninety nine times out of out of a hundred. Yeah. Oh. Be yeah. okay with that. I, uh, auditions in L A. Right. Imagine this: you go for every fifty job interviews you go on, you get one. Now apply that to auditions. That's what it's actually like. Right. And those are good odds in L A. There's a lot of people that have never worked in their entire oh, life.
1: Oh, dude, a ninety nine out of a hundred. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. 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 That's, that's average, probably.
2: Right. And so. I want to throw that stat back to any of the listeners that if you have a dream or something, if you put out a hundred resumes, if you go to a hundred job interviews and you get one, you've got great fucking odds. So keep doing it and do not stop, dude. Just because you got turned down one time, don't get so butthurt about it that it ruins your your dream. I'm sorry, but like. No, it's the
1: truest shit. uh, That's so true, man. If you're not crying
2: like for a month straight, you're not doing
0: it right. Yeah, literally. Sorry. I'm glad that you explained that too because I think that that's such a classic, like, just don't quit. That's yeah. like <laughs> the Gary Vee, like, we were just joking but about that. You but if you get that shit, dude, um,
1: if you get that shit, the 99 times that you didn't get it will make that one time the best thing you'll ever exactly. feel in your oh, life.
2: dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. It means the world. When I book this movie that I just did, hopefully you guys will, by the time this podcast airs, I'll, you'll be knowing what it is. Probably. It's 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 so f- Fucking good! It's so good when yeah, you're you, literally just you like, that. oh my lord! Yeah, this is that thing. This is why I lived in my car. This is why I was homeless. This is why yeah. I just sacrificed everything. This is why oh, yeah. this is it.
1: Yeah, but I like how you. I, I do. I like how you explained it too, because you're right. It's like classic, <laughs> like don't quit. Don't quit. But you like, yeah.
2: Bring it up, dude. I love you guys. This is fun. Love, love you me too, too man. We, oh, thank uh, you so much for doing this. For yeah.
1: Real. At the end of this podcast, we meet. We ask together when's lunch, and you tell the camera. You tell us. You say. You tell us.
2: You tell us. No, not one, two, three. When's
1: When's lunch?
2: lunch? Probably around three or four PM. I know. Oh sorry, do it again. Scratch it. One,
1: two, three. When's When's
2: lunch? lunch? You tell us, baby.
1: Pearson faux day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.